And welcome back to the TSF Entertainment Channel. It's your boy Retro CG in the building tonight, this afternoon, this evening, whatever you want to call it. I'm joined by the lovely and beautiful Miss Honey in the building. Hey y'all, what's up, chat? I got my bro Jack of Joins. What's good? What's good with you? And Juggernaut of Souls, he, he's, he, he'll be back in a second. And hopefully we'll be joined by Miss Willie B TV in the building. So uh, we're here to talk about uh, Raising Canaan. It's um, episode 207, No Love Lost. Man, we got a lot to talk about. A I'm going to go ahead and hit y'all with that intro real quick. And then we'll be back to talk about this episode. So we're going to go ahead and jump on into it. Power Book 3, Raising Canaan, Episode 207, No Love Lost. First thoughts of the episode, everybody, what y'all think? I loved it. It was good. I, I had to watch it twice to love it, but I loved it. Wow. Wow is right. Every, I mean, I'm just sitting there watching it like, wow. Not shaking my head in a bad way, but shaking my head in a good way. It was, it was really good, but I'm just like, wow. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, well, uh, one of the things that I am pleased with in the writing is it's answering a lot of our questions that we've had in earlier episodes. It's answering a lot of our questions, and it's also giving us a lot of nuances for what's going to happen on down the line, whether it's in future episodes or future seasons. I feel like we're going to get a lot of questions. <laughs> oh my goodness. We got a lot of questions answered this episode. So, um, and a lot of the things that we predicted uh, or had, you know, little pins in, we saw answered in this episode. So um, I was very pleased with that. Um, I am a little frustrated though. I am a little frustrated because I'm starting to see some of the power DNA you know, with some of the things that are happening, I'm starting to see some repeats from other shows, other seasons. We'll talk about it when we get into it. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to turn you on to some things. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm going to turn you on to some things because when I went, when I watched it the first time, I was cool. I was chill. It was my second rewatch when I watched it that a lot of this stuff just started flowing in on me. So we're going to go ahead and talk about a lot of these things. Episode starts off with Jukebox. She's visiting Nicole. I don't know, maybe it's her birthday or something. I feel like she's been to her gravesite uh, you know, pretty much every other episode. But I don't know, her Her father shows up and uh, brings some flowers and they actually have a conversation. And we saw last season where the father was not uh, as heartless or cruel towards Jukebox as the mother was. So we really got uh, opportunity to see how he feels in regards to Jukebox and her relationship with Nicole. So that was very nice to see their conversation. 
Um, what y'all think about that scene? I think this scene was uh I think this scene was like a powerful moment between the two. You know, you kind of got a, a insight of how he feels about the wife and how the wife views the world. Like he said, you know, they view the world completely different, you know, which um we kind of knew that just based off of the interaction when or the reaction rather when, you know, they found out about Nicole and Laverne. So um I'm not sure I'm not sure if this scene is for closure or I'm not sure if it's going to lead to what I think is going to happen. I think that at some point down the line, Laverne is going to run into the mom again and the mom is going to try her and Laverne ain't going to have it. <laughs> I saw maybe this is why they, they showing us this to show that he's not with the mom anymore. But um, I think it was a powerful scene. I think it was more so to make jukebox feel a little bit more comfortable because you saw she was a little apprehensive when, uh, he first got there she looked back to see if the mother was there and he was like no nah, no nah, she's not here you know we're getting a divorce you know so i think it was more so to let her know that hey you know i don't feel the same way about you as my soon-to-be ex-wife did so you're you're cool we both love nicole she loved you i appreciate you loving her um so that means you're special to me so it was very important for her to uh be able to grieve and not get ran off because normally any other time she's always ran off. You know, she was ran away from the funeral. She was ran away from the house. You know, she, so this was an opportunity for her to actually be able to, uh, because he gets ready, she gets ready to leave. He's like, no, you stay. I come here every day. Like you stay, you know, you have your moment. And um, he asked her about the, the tape, which I didn't know that he was aware of that. Um, the tape that they had did down at the mall where they did uh, uh, the deal two occasions. And um, but wasn't she watching it? Wasn't she watching it? Um, when they came into the room, when she broke into the house, and she came into the room, wasn't she watching it then? She was watching it, but remember, she had already taken it and put it in her backpack to take with her. Oh, okay, mm, she was watching it. Um, and she lies and says, I don't know what happened to it, but we all know that she has the tape, and we all know what happened to the right. tape. Marvin mm -hmm. stumped it out. So um, next we get to the studio and it's Lulu and exactly what we said was going to happen, happened. Him and Ziza are getting it on or whatever and um, they're listening to the radio or the radio is playing in the background. Yo, the subtitles got me dying. <laughs> <laughs> or I got a lot of subtitles in this one. <laughs> I got a lot of subtitles. I purposely put them in there for a talking oh, point. Oh, right. I love like, subtitles. <laughs> she was like, uh, Lulu's like, is this nigga ever going to play the track? And her response was, you're supposed to be fucking me. <laughs> That's why I was like, okay, so... Not listening to the radio. <laughs> I'm, think, I'm just thinking to myself, like, some of the things that, you know, we kind of were throwing out there for possibilities um, was, for me, was that Cartier is probably ha has a hair in my hose, Zizas one, and so is Palomar. But the way they both came off Definitely in this hell. episode, it could still be true. But at the same time, it doesn't really seem like they're much of scam unless they're just really, really good. Because she seems like she's really into Lou. She's just like, okay, are we going to finish after everything was said and done? She was like, are we going to finish? I was like, hold on, ma'am. Ma'am. He just murdered somebody. You know what I feel <laughs> about this scene? I think it shows how far off. The, I think Lulu brain is getting pulled in so many different directions. And I think by him, I think by him being a sucker this season. 
it, right. He's 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 a little bit here. He's a little bit there. He's a little bit there. You know, you even see him. You know, in another scene, you know, he's a little bit, you know, over here, you know, getting money from over here, you know, and then later on down the line, we see a different type of conversation. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm beginning to believe with some some things that was saying. I'm like, the way Lulu is moving, he going to end up getting himself killed. See, with him killing Crown and then, you know, him slapping Crown, it, it, I, I was like, okay, season one episode one lulu is back like this no nonsense lulu is back but i realize now it's just posturing it's just posturing right because essentially he has become crown everything yeah. he's done yep he's truly even killing crown you have yep. become crown yep he's truly taking the place of crown assuming his debts and assuming the problems and getting, he's getting, getting beat up on getting whipped getting, up on yep, getting stunned by everybody yep, yep getting, being, being extorted Yep. Speaking of extortion, what going on? So where crown at? Safari so, love and hip hop. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lulu, what going on? Uh Lulu is trying to, you know, handle his business or whatever, and he's interrupted <laughs> by these hoodlums, these Jamaican hoodlums that show <laughs> up to the, uh, to the uh studio. Y'all and, don't know Safari from Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> but he <laughs> and he talked like it. Oh, for real? Yeah. And they're looking for Crown. They're like, yo, uh, we represent Linton uh, Manley, and um, Crown has borrowed $50,000 from Linton, and uh, they're looking for Crown. And they like basically, yeah, uh, they, they basically was like, uh, listen, uh, who are you? And he's like, I'm Crown's partner. You know, we own the studio half and half. He's like, oh, since Crown is your boy and this y'all studio, so this is your problem just as much. Lulu's like, no, nah, I don't work like that. He's like, oh, yes, it does work like that. And uh, Crown obviously put the studio up for collateral, and they're threatening that they're basically defaulting on the loan. <laughs> I don't know how long Crown has had to pay this studio? <laughs> I don't know how long he's had to pay this studio off. Welcome in, Miss Really B TV. How are you? Hey, really? Oh, I was missing your female energy. <laughs> hey. So, what's up, Tom? Uh, what'd you think about the episode before we go any further? I thought it was a good episode. I mean, okay. I definitely, I, I feel like, are we getting more than 10 episodes? Because I really feel like there's more information. We only have two more episodes. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot more we need to know. Oh, yeah. But I definitely thought it was a good episode. But we predicted probably 95% of that episode. That's what I said. Definitely. We we predicted this. The crazy part about it is if we were in a writer's room, we would have answered these questions further on in other episodes because a lot of this stuff we predicted like four episodes ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and some of this and some of the stuff I'm not really understanding why they're opening up new storylines to certain things. I don't know. I get frustrated with that too in shows because I feel like you have enough meat already. On it's so late, yeah, and it's so late in the season. Like it just like mm -hmm. why did it take them so long? To bring us around to Cartier getting a piece of that studio when we knew that's what he wanted from the from the door. From right. episode one. Like why did why did it take why do we have to go all the way around here? Why you we know? got Gracie Kari from Love and Hip Hop with all this Bumble clock. But listen, I keep saying it it's moving the stories around, like right, right? It's moving the plot around. Like we're really getting to see because of this element that they added in just how weak 
okay, Lou has become. I was telling the guys before you came in, he's he's the new crown. Who? Or, or has this been Lou all along and we're just now seeing it flushed out? Because remember, back in season one, yeah, he was the enforcer, but he kind of always did it under duress. He was kind of always forced under duress to do Rock's bidding. And we're, I guess we're really starting to see that unfold. Where I guess we're actually really seeing why they are the position that they're in in the organization. He's not a leader. He's on a follower type shit. Well, and he wasn't he, forced to take advantage of of Crown's addiction. That's true. A gamble. Cole, he wasn't forced to do that opportunity. And you know what? You just and then he was really handling. You just answered my next question because my next question was going to be, what did Crown need all this money for? He's taking out a $50,000 loan. That's I'll more than wait a drug. I finished to say, like, what was, was he, he actually doing in the studio? Yes. He owed everybody money. He wasn't he making owed he everyone wasn't in town no money. Kids. So, exactly. So, how did he, so, so was he the only record label in the town? I think Miss Honey just answered that us when she said that he had a gambling debt. So maybe that's what. And a drug addiction. What? Why we gonna yeah. act like we didn't see him? Like every girl. every episode last season, he was snorting coke. Every episode, like he. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had a drug addiction. But where's the money going? Everybody I, back there. Remember that's how he knew. Remember that's how he even met Lulu. Yeah. Because Lulu was his was his delivery guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was his connect. Yeah. Yeah. I again, I ain't seen Crown put out not one hit. But I guess what, no, what no. frustrates me about that is last season they made a point to show us that and for us to uh, latch on to that. This season we didn't see him do drugs at all. So it kind of like almost made it like they wanted us to forget about the fact that he had a drug problem. But I think a majority of his debts are based on gambling and his drug addiction. So, But right. he's put the studio for collateral. So now we're right back to where we were initially. It explains right. what happened to the soundboard um, a couple episodes back that he's now in a situation where the studio is getting ready to be taken away from him based on Crown's debt. Lulu, you just, this is how you walked into this situation. You were paying off his debt. Crown wasn't paying the workers. He wasn't paying the bills at the studio. This is how you got introduced to the studio. And now you're left with his legacy of debt. <laughs> you left with his legacy of debt at your own <laughs> actions because you killed the man. <laughs> so now you're in a worse situation really be, than you were before. I was going to say, I guess to really be his point, now that I think about it, it is, it is, it's weird because didn't Lulu go to Rock and say, "Hey, I need some money," and she was like, "Like you're not making no money. You, you know, what I'm saying I need to be in on that label. If I give you money, I thought she gave him money, but she warned him about Crown and all of that, right? So it's crazy to me that he wouldn't just go to her and say, "This is the situation." Like he's not bringing her in on any of it. It's, it I mean, obviously he doesn't trust her for whatever reason, but it's just well. I, I think she did give him the money, but remember that was the money the he needed. It, it was yeah, it was no because he got the sound. Yeah, but he needed the money for the soundboard, but he ended up getting it from Cartier. Did he? Right? Give him that he needed he I thought he gave him. I thought he. I didn't think he gave it to him. I thought he maybe made the connection. Got the money from Rock to pay for the soundboard. To pay for it, yeah. I thought oh, he was I just connected for the soundboard. Correct. 
That's so it's just I, weird that then he goes now he's gonna deal with Cartier again and you know Cartier asked him about <laughs> in, in the in the lot you know, in the drug life. Well, let me. This is this is what I feel. I, I feel. I feel. I feel as though Lulu. I feel as though Lulu changed the person that he was when he killed that kid, and we just never seen the same. We just he never seen never bounce back from that. The right. The the actual ruthless side of of Lulu. But now, by him being one foot out and one foot in, I just think at this point he's just gonna get. Uh, he he gonna get himself killed at this point because of the way he moving. But can we ask a question? I want to ask a question. What was it that we think Lulu had a problem with? Was it that he felt like the kid was innocent and they were killing him for no good reason? Because that that wasn't his first killing, and that couldn't be the first time he killed a kid. Like, what what's the issue here? Okay, I, I got my hand up for that. My answer to that is is exactly what you said. One, it's Kanan's best friend, his nephew's best friend, and two, he knew that he was innocent. So is like uh one evil for a lesser evil it's like okay if i don't kill this dude who's my nephew's best uh friend then my nephew's out here with this body on him so it was doing something that he knew was wrong that he, knew that he didn't want to do but he had no choice to do because of the lifestyle that he lived mm. And probably how he did it. It was kind of grimy. He took the guy out to party with party and got him, he got him his little first piece of ass. And then shot him on the side of the building with his penis out because they were peeing. <laughs> I mean I think just never I think he didn't go down from there. You're right. Cause he he shot at Warrell, you know. <laughs> he just never he just never been he just never really actually been the same and recovered from that, or not necessarily recovered. We just never seen how ruthless he possibly could be because Rock was going to him for everything. Right. Yeah, I just don't think I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, so thank ass Aaliyah after these hoodlums roll up on them and threaten um Lulu, she wants him to finish the job. <laughs> she said, You need to finish. <laughs> She was like, fine, fuck you then. I'm like, thirsty. She's a thirsty thought. I'm so like, much like Aaliyah. Please take her next. Please take her next. Who she do we assign um, disconnection notices to? Because we need to send one for her. Take her. Please take her next. Bert, don't forget Bert. Please don't forget Bert. Oh, no, Bert. oh my God. Remember, you said you were doing Bert personally. So we just need to figure out where we were. Yeah, I need her next. I, I really I need her next. Please take her. We need to burn Bert's house down. That's what we need to do. We need to go burn Bert's house down. Well, we got to wait till Adina get out. Adina's innocent. Adina's innocent. So the girlfriend can't be collateral damage. We got to make sure the girl. And the girlfriend keep trying to tell her to leave it alone. The girlfriend keep trying to tell her. Guilt by association. Yep. Yeah, well, the girlfriend told her she'd have snapped her out of it, but she wasn't even listening anyway. Nope. 
Yep, I agree, Xavier. That's all she care about. All she care about is getting dicked down and trying to get a song on the radio. And it didn't seem like she cared too much about the song on the radio because when Lulu made a comment about it, she got mad about that. So maybe she's just thirsty for some dick. I don't know what she's thirsty for, but take her, please. I mean, she so, completely seems unaffected by uh, a, strangle, a All that's happening around her. All this stuff that's happening around her, she seems to be unbothered whatsoever. You just witnessed this, witness this man kill Crown with his bare hands. Well, she you was thinking about these thugs come in and threaten y'all about this money, and you seem unbothered about You're it just at all. Like, so we gonna finish this thing, or what are we doing? Which leads me, gives me more of your credence to the fact that they may be part of this harem. They may be part of this this whole thing. I can't expect that man to finish. You complete gummy worm after that. Like my man just rolled up in there and threatened your whole life. He gummy Did worm. Did he say gummy that. worm? Yeah, he straight gummy worm. How are you gonna come in there and ready to jump off? Finish the job. Yeah, he gummy worm. He she was like, so she was like, you need to finish. I'm like, dang, dang, girl. Nah. You know what Marvin would have told her. Right. You know what Marvin would have told her. What Marvin would have told her. He, 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 oh, you want me to finish? Better get, get up on this George Dome. Better get up on this. <laughs> what do you say about Tony Man? Oh man, if you only knew where her mouth be. <laughs> oh my God, you're all so funny. Um, Kane is at home and he's trying to uh, experience somewhat of a normal teenage Xavier, life. <laughs> Xavier. I don't even want to put the comment up. What is it? Oh, Xavier, put a pin in that because I got a theory on that. I got Listen. a theory. You know what? Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. Playing. There's something underneath this. There is something underneath this. I don't quite know what, but there's something underneath this. There's two scenarios that come to mind. One, Cartier sent these thugs up here to pretend that this debt is owed to end up getting um, Crown's part of the studio that he asked for at the end of this episode based off of Ziza seeing that Lulu had killed Crown last episode, takes this information back to Cartier, Cartier creates this whole $50,000 debt, send these hoodlums up here to shake Lou down, which is another reason why Ziza's unbothered by any of this because she knows that it's part of a scam. Or Rock send these dudes up here to pretend that Crown had a day. Either way, this is a scam. I don't think that this Linton Marley is a real debt that Crown owes. I think this is someone using this to get Lulu to give up part of the studio. But let me ask you a question. Do you think do you think that Cartier or Rock will go through this much drama? I feel like Cartier would just roll up in there and be like, I feel like Cartier would take Ziza, roll up in there and sit down and say, Ziza told me what happened. He told me, she told me you had a cleanup job. So here's how this is going to work. Like, I feel like he would just push his way in and be like, this is what we going to do. I know you killed, I know you killed them. And this is what, this is what's going to happen. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't see him going through all that drama, but maybe he would. Go ahead, Miss Honey. Listen. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to spit it out. I wrote at the top of my notes. That's what I was trying to show y'all. I said, is Rock being set up? Is Rock being set up? Just, I mean, put it all together. 
I understand what you're saying, really, B. And I know I'm real fantastical. Okay, I accept that. But <laughs> just look at it. Look at the dinner meeting. Okay, the caviar, the beluga caviar, and the stoli, the ice, 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 ice cold vodka. Okay, look at all that. Look at everything that transpired. It's like they're being corralled. You get what I'm saying? I wish they would tell us or show us, but I don't know. Do Rock call Cartier to meet? Or do Cartier call Rock to meet up with? You know what I'm saying? Is, is she, is she surveilling and studying him? Or is he surveilling and studying her? I've been telling y'all there's something under that. I, I keep telling you he's just he's he's too we, we're seeing too much of it at this point. We're seeing too much now. Going back to your comment, really, B, I agree with you on part of what you're saying. I don't necessarily think that uh Cartier can push his way in because he doesn't just want the studio. I think he wants the whole organization. That's how you dismantle an organization piece by piece, but if rock was behind this i do agree with you on that rock would just push her way in and just take the studio but i do believe that now that we're throwing our theories out on the table i do believe that cartier probably set these hoodlums up here it is part of his ultimate plan it's to dismantle this organization piece by piece uh player by player the only person that he hasn't had any interaction or dealings with that we see or know of is marvin Unless this psychiatrist lady is connected to him in some way, shape, form, or fashion, I think he's got eyes on every single one of the players in the family. If you want to add Palomar to that list, Palomar is on Canaan, you got Cartier that's on Rock, and then you got Cartier that's on Lulu. He's working the organization 360, just like Canaan did with Ghost uh, back in power. He worked player by player, piece by piece. Little by little, dismantling the organization. And that's what Cartier is doing. Makes sense. I could see that. That uh, I could I could see that. I could I could definitely see that. Cannon reaches in his book bag and pulls out the gun and the envelope, which we talked about that last week. We know that that envelope was going to come back up, but he chooses not to open it this episode. We know that he's going to open it next episode. And whatever the contents of that envelope is, we already know it's the DNA test. And that's going to further prove that his mom is low down, dirty, been lying to him and all that. So we know what that 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 was a little feather that's going to come back next episode. That's going to answer a question that we've already answered four episodes ago. Um, What do you think was on Kane's mind at this point? Because it's interesting that he kept the gun being part of the life and knowing how his family moves well actually he didn't put a body on the gun either so i guess that's one of the reasons why he didn't get rid of it but uh he, he didn't decided, get caught by the police either yeah he didn't get caught by the police but it's i can't believe he's walking around with it in his boot bag knowing how his mom had to snoop through his stuff yeah well, well the one thing we know is canaan is an idiot so <laughs> <laughs> right Marvin is down at a restaurant um, having pizza, and he's meeting with Marco. And Marco's like, listen, I ain't come here to chit-chat with you. We're not good friends or anything. You got work for me or not? And Marvin's like, yeah, I got some work for you, all right, and I got a rap problem. And um, they they were by where you rest at. Marvin, why did you do this? We've been screaming and hollering this ever since he's been stalking this girl. Leave the girl alone. You have created the biggest problem for you and your family with this one meeting right here. 
it was unnecessary. Like that girl has moved on. She got a new, she got a new mark. She is living her best life. She already agreed to not testify. She is not, she really ain't thinking about you, Marvin. Like for real. Like my thing is, you know where she is, keep an eye on her and make sure she don't, you know, if, if she does decide to snoop around or come back around, you can always handle her. But why are you bothering with her? Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get this either, but I, I don't get it, but I know why they did it, you know, to, to rough things up with the mafia a little bit, you know, so as to give us a little extra, um, just, which just, we just which tying, really, which really probably things together, just tying things yeah. together. Yeah. 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 a little bit more Marvin. I mean, I love this really kind of suave. I mean, he's it's the nineties, but he gives me like a real forties feel the way he crosses his legs, you know, and dusts his hands off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Marvin is smooth. Cheese and sauce. Cheese and back to Baby, what I, said I never earlier. thought Marvin was getting smarter. Never. Well, he was I like he Marvin. Was, no, this call Marvin, Marvin is, right. is high. Right. He's right, uh, Damon. He was moving a little bit differently as opposed to how his movements were. Last season, everything that he did, we saw led to disaster. This season, he's kind of been low-key in the background. He never really had to solve anything. He's given well, less duty. He never had to solve anything. Whenever it's a situation now, guess who solves it? Rock. When he goes to solve anything, this is what happens. He had he didn't have to solve nothing this season. They're on I don't summer understand break why they're Xavier. so separate. I don't get it. Why are they always so separate? He, he never talks to anyone. I mean, I guess Scrap was his counterpart, but he really never talks to anyone, not even Lulu. Because they would have told him this is stupid. This girl's moved on. What are you doing? Like, this is yeah. dog. I stupid. love Marvin too, Lock Queen. This is, oh, this, Marvin is, is hilarious. this is one of the things that I was mentioning earlier about we're bringing in some of the story arcs and we're bringing in some of this writing and similar things from other shows. In Power, we saw the same dynamic happen with Tommy and the Italians, where Tommy hired the Italians to go do work, and they botched up and got killed. We're seeing the same scenario play out again, and we know exactly what's going to happen. The Italians are going to be at war with them. This is wash and repeat. So we already know what's going to happen with this story arc. I forgot about the Italians on uh, Power. Same scenario, same dynamic, same outcome. Right, because the lawyer was a part of them, right? Yes. That frustrates me. That frustrates me because, like, can we get a little bit more original? Because what it would have been, like, like, it's like really he's been saying, we didn't need this. We did not need this at all. We didn't even need to hear Tony D's name anymore. Nope. When, it was gone. When she didn't show up for court, that was it. That's that it, right. That was the closure to her story. She didn't show up for court. Yep. So we already know what's going to really happen. All this from force to power, all this with these Italians and these Irish, it's the same story arc reused mm-hmm. over and over again. They are the leaders in the in the game, though. I do like when they're rushing in, or you know, I I I like these different cultures, you know, stateside. I'm fine with that, but give them a different direction. Give it give it a different narrative. Give it a different narrative than oh, what I agree already with that seen. for sure. Yeah, because yeah. for us, we can already predict, which we do. We already have. 
we can already predict what's going to happen based off what we've seen in other stories of this, where this same storyline is being told. So bringing in the other cultures, that's great. Give them a different narrative. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We get a new character, which I kind of agree with really be at this point in episode seven of a season, we shouldn't be getting introduced to new characters. You know, we should have met him three episodes back. What's welcome in juggernaut. What's good family. So we get, What's up, Juggernaut? Juggy. Hey, Juggy. I wasn't going to say it. Knock it off. Officially, I'm changing my name. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Honey will find a way to give you a nickname. It doesn't matter what name is. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, I haven't nicked your name, yeah, really, B, because I think really says it all. I'm excited about this clip. Um, retro, I'm excited about this clip. You want to talk about it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so listen. I love this. I love this whole scene. I love this red. I love rock. I love the titties sitting. They're giving. It's really, really great. The red sofa rock is popping. She looked good. She looked like they on a date. That's why I was like, who been calling who? Who been calling who? Like, did Cardia, what's going on? Of course, he's pontificating about the caviar. It's just like not having enough money or, or just like money. If you've never had it before, you don't know you what to do with it until you taste it the second time. Like, it's cool. It's cute. It's really nice. And then Basie Skanks. Y'all know who Basie Skanks is? Nah. Basic Skanks is from Greenleaf. Okay. It's from Green Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This and guy and, the, and Skanks. the Toya Luckett is on here. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. But listen, he the same dude. Like he the same Basic Skanks. It's kind of shifty, you know, but but a little bit dejected, a little bit. Look at Rock sitting, baby. Sitting. Okay. And at first I didn't understand why I didn't understand at first why she was instigating, but then I saw. Yeah. Oh, she's instigating this yeah. so that she can get in. Like I, I, I realized, it. yeah, who's playing who though. It's, it's. I, honestly, who's playing who? It's, it's chess, not checkers. Right? Okay, this chess. This not checkers. Yeah. But the conversation between between uh, Tremont, Tremont Stinson, and and um, Cartier is crazy. It's this real subtle thing, and it just crescendos to this place where you like, oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like they enemies, they friends, but the also the amount of information that they gave out. Where the meeting was, what time it was, um uh where's Abraham? You know, where's Abraham? Oh, you know Abraham, he's staying in Hilton. He's cheap. I'm staying in the suite at the uh Perrier, Pierre. Okay? And then it just turns into this weird you know uh eggplant measuring contest but but this guy was very he seemed kind of submissive rock peeped the whole thing and instigated the whole thing did of she course. peep the whole thing or was she shown the whole thing she well, shows up we, at the hotel she was an opportunist i think you know it was just that moment of opportunity and he he turns out he's the perfect right in there. I don't well know. i'm gonna say this fishy. if it was a setup he had more bruises on his face than Lulu had after he allegedly took a whole ass whooping in the damn alley by three dudes. Like, Lulu ain't have a scratch on him. 
All them boots, he should have been. I mean, he yeah, I mean, Luda was he, like I said, he had more of he had more marks on him if this was a setup than Lulu did. When so, I don't know. I think this particular scene was a setup at first. Initially, I thought it was part of the setup, but what I learned is this is one of Cartier's workers. And Cartier is kind of offended by the fact that you are able to uh, eat at the same place that I'm able to eat at because he makes a comment. I must be paying you too much money because you, yeah. you know, you're on the same level that I'm on. Yeah, you shouldn't be here, <laughs> you know. So I think he was right. kind of offended by that. And then old dude's clapback, you know, was like, "Well, shit, you ain't paying me enough." Kind of sunned him in front of Rock because Rock even makes a comment. She's still instigating. Well, I thought you said last week when you slapped old dude at the art gallery. That insubordination leads to insulation. So right. you need to handle that because you're helping yeah. here. You're helping here, son of you. Yeah, I think that's a valid theory, though, Miss Honey. But I don't know. I need more. Info. I need to see more for I me agree. to feel like it's a total setup. But I definitely, I definitely, definitely see. Um, it's a valid. It's definitely a valid uh, theory. It is a valid theory. I mean, it's, it, for me, it's just a question because I'm like, gosh, they are really talking a lot, like a lot. And then he says, oh, he's over my my D.C. distro. Like, I was just like, who's doing this? You well, know? he had already but he had already laid it out for her, though. He had already laid out the the whole I mean, the fact that the he network. does. I mean, he already laid out the whole distro distro situation, though. Yes, right. he, yeah, he, had told, he pretty much told her that, you know, because she had asked him. You know, well, you know, the streets of New York and Jersey are on lock. So, you know, where are you moving at? And he basically told her the DMV. Yeah, he had already broken all that down for. Yeah, he had already said, you know, I, I make my moves in the DMV. So, you know, this is my Maryland, D.C. distro or whatever the case may be. So she instantly filed that away for future reference. And now she's going to go ahead and commence to instigating the situation. So she can see where is it she can move in because right now I think what she's doing is she's entertaining Cartier to exploit any type of weaknesses in his organization. I was just about to get ready to say that. So she can move in. Say what happened again? was um with I think what I think what happened was um or like we seen later on in the um in this episode is that Cartier pretty much says to Lulu, you know, weakness leads to somebody, some one person's weakness leads to somebody else's opportunity. Maybe not in those exact words, you know, Correct. whatever. Right. Found the weakness, you know, with uh we're dealing with uh uh whatever my man name is, you know, right. the way that he the way that he was talking, the way that he was talking to, which in the street world should be his superior, you know, or or whatever. Like we we both driving the same car. No, you a worker. You shouldn't even be in my space or anything like that. I meet you when I'm ready to meet with, with you. You shouldn't even be in this area. And by him talking back and her seeing that in the beginning now, remember, she, when she had that meeting, she said, we're growing, you know, and we got to eat in order for it to grow. So she's trying to grow into Newark. She's trying to grow into Washington. She's trying to go into Maryland. She's trying to grow anywhere where she possibly can. And whenever she sees that opportunity, She's gonna do that, which ultimately I think is gonna lead to her demise. But because she's gonna end up making too many enemies, but that's that's what she's working at. Um, you know, Cartier kind of started it. He said, "I remember this guy when he was busting oysters. I found him or something busting oysters or something." And he was like, "No, I was already somebody. You know, I'm the one that put you on, Cartier." 
Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. I think that was real. I don't think that was a setup. I think I think they was really having a dick. Uh, whose dick is bigger contest? Like I really, Definitely. I Definitely. really do. I don't think that. I think I think Rock took advantage of it and exploited it. But I don't think I, I really yeah. do. I think that really was truly because you saw old boy was just like like old boy was like you're not gonna punk me. Like you're exactly. not going to have That's why I was commending how they were playing it because oh, okay. it just, the way it's laying out, like you feel like is Rock getting set up, but at the same time, like this dude is really serious about, okay, so, like, no, I didn't. You didn't make me. I made you. Let right. me put it this way: she I'm is getting man. set up. She is getting set up, but she's not just. She's not deep into it where she doesn't realize or she's not looking for opportunity. They're both working each other. They're oh, both yeah, working each other. Yeah. He's working her for an angle and she's trying to move in. But what's what his he... angle? What is his angle? Is it just to get panties? No. No, he wants okay. her organization. He wants her organization. He, wants he hasn't pitched more. to her at all. He hasn't pitched to her at all. It's but like he thinks he's, he's teaching her. Subtle movements. He's making subtle movements. Because what he's I trying to do is he's, he's going back to what Xavier said. He's materialistic. So he's thinking that because she's a female, he can appeal to her by showing her the finer things in life. He is so affluent. He is so right. uh materialistic and got all this money and whatever. Well-rounded. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I'm gonna be honest with you. I agree with you saying um retro. I'm gonna be honest. I think the one thing, and Miss Honey, you know this. Correct. Even, even, Correct. even, even in our world, even on the level. I mean, I don't, I don't know your 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 private business, what you do as far as um, for a living. But even in our own world, we know men. No matter what position you play, no matter what your criteria is, no matter what your resume is, men will always think that they are the smartest person in the room, and. He knows that Rock runs this organization, but there's a part of him that I don't think respects the fact that Rock knows what she's doing or respects the fact that Rock, that he can't do it better. I do agree that he wants her organization. I agree with that. But I, 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 I feel like he just, all of this, I'm helping you, really ain't, it's, it's almost yeah. like, oh, you you poor little thing. Oh, let me, let me, let me show you how to tie a tie. Oh, let me show you how to tuck your shirt in and make it look presentable. Like, I don't think it's I want I want you to be where I am. I want we're gonna be gonna be queen pins and kingpin queen pins together. No, I don't I just don't think I don't think his level I don't think he has a level of respect for Rock. I think he wants to sleep with her and make her make her his his hoe. I shouldn't say that, make her his woman and run her organization for her. It's the same thing going back to let's go to let's go to book two. Let's go to book two with um, uh, Monet and her husband. I can't remember what his name is. The uh, husband on um, Lorenzo. Lorenzo. When Lorenzo came home, that's exactly how he treated Monet. He treated Monet the same way. Where you know what? You you you're a female. You don't need to be out here. Take this money, and go shopping, or whatever the case may be. I'm a man. I need to be running right. this all, all back. I got it now. You. I'm that's at home. exactly what Cartier is trying to do with Rock. He is what's okay. wrong with his looks, Mitzi? I think Cartier is fine. I <laughs> I climbed that tree. <laughs> I guess what Mitzi is trying to say is we would assume that Rock wouldn't be interested in someone like him. Okay, that. I can see that. Okay. Seeing I can. the chemistry, seeing the chemistry that she had with Symphony. You know, this seems to kind of almost be, you know, not her speed, not, not her, her business. Speed. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. I can see that. Okay, okay, okay. This ain't personal at all. This is all business. But going back to, let me see who said it. Uh, oh, I guess uh, I'm the only one that thinks Cartier is handsome. But I, know I just Hollywood. said that. I, I literally just said that. I was reading. I was reading Mincy's. I was like, "Wait a minute!" Right, that's what I, that's what I just said. I was like, "I think okay. I was like I would I would climb that I would climb like that tree." Instead of monkey bars, okay. It, baby. I, do <laughs> feel, I do feel like Rock is entertaining him because the more she spends time around him, the more she can exploit his weaknesses. And the fact that he is materialistic, that is one of his weaknesses. The fact that he is. Uh, likes the King Kong on his chest with his workers and stuff. That's a weakness. We saw her exploit that in that episode. So, you know, he's giving more than what he's receiving. He's trying to figure out where he can infiltrate her organization. And as of right now, the only way that he's been successful at infiltrating her organization is through the studio. However, she's now learned a way to infiltrate his organization so his plan is in the process of breaking down. So I agree. Doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ma. Go ahead. No, I agree with Xavier. Um, he thinks she's a damsel in distress and she's really the wicked witch. I agree 100%. Missy, I totally disagree. You said he has a complex. I think you're making an assumption that we don't have information about. And I don't think he's gruesome. I think he's handsome. <laughs> okay, so first of all, yeah. I don't think it's I, I really feel like this is a teachable moment. You know, well, what I'm I, think what Missy, I think what Missy is saying is a problem why she's attacking his look so much is because of the way he presents himself. The way he presents himself, I'm better than you. I'm so affluent. I he pre presents up. himself as polished. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think that's any different than. But it comes across. Look at, very look at Rock. It comes Look across very condescending. It comes across very snooty. Like he had to do that dude like that at the art gallery, slap him in front of rock. He's but like, that's oh, but see that's but see that's when you go from the hood. You know what they always say that you can't take a you you know you can't make a whole housewife. I just think that's that hood that's in him. True. Like he just he just still a hood. He's that's still a true. thug. No matter how I'm much torn. money he got, no matter how the same thing they told I'm Ghost. Torn. No matter how many expensive suits and shit you wear, you still a thug. So that's yeah, exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. He's still a thug, a brainless thug. <laughs> I don't know if he's brainless. I'm about to say, I don't think Cartier is brainless. I, I think, think he's smart. I mean, we really All haven't right. seen him push up on her or anything like that. We don't see Rock leaning into him. I mean, they playing it like they, you know, they're, just they're hanging out. They're both playing each other close. They're this both is what playing they're each doing. Other they're sitting across this board and they both are moving strategically. They're moving one may, right one may be 12 uh, spots, uh, 12 moves ahead. They're moving their uh, might both be 14. He does look like he smell good. <laughs> Kanye does look like he smell good. <laughs> yes, they're both moving their pawns. They're, yeah, they, they're haven't, they haven't moved their rooks yet. They haven't moved their bishops yet. They yeah. haven't moved their queens yet. They're just moving pawns around on the board to see where who gets eight up first, and you know, see yeah, where they can find weaknesses in each other's organization. That's what they're looking for. That's it. That's exactly what's it. And so here comes the moment where I know that we are all, we're all, including the chat. I think we're all finna have a fit. <laughs> Came but we know it's coming. Uh, and the lovely Miss Palomar answers the door. Now, what I couldn't figure out is Canaan. Did Kanan call, call ahead to let him know they let her did know he? he's coming over? No, he didn't. Or did she just sit around the house in lingerie all day? Okay, this brings me to my my my. Did you know? 
Okay, this is why I said JOJ was right because JOJ said that she probably just hot in the puss and light tater tots and voila. I still think it's now. This is where I think it's set up. I think this. I I think it's set up in lingerie, like you know what I'm saying. What you say, really? No, I said now. This is where I think it's a setup. I think this is a whole setup. I do not think. I think the mother and the daughter are in on it, and I think it's a whole setup. Personally, I just think it's a whole setup. It's something underneath it because I again I asked the question going back to what Miss Honey was saying earlier about. I wish that it would show us who contacts who first. Did does Cartier call Rock and meet up for these little rendezvous, or is it the other way around? Same thing with this. Did Kanan call uh, Palomar to see if she was home? Hey, I'm about to stop by, and she quicks jumps in this lingerie. Who sits around the house in the middle of the day in lingerie? If you hide you know, in the pool the and you use men, that means men coming and dropping by all her, day long. We you gotta seen be ready. Her like this before. If we had if we had been shown this earlier on, I would agree with that. But all well, she, every time she hasn't given us sex pot, but she's given us so pouty face. We can only presume that he called her because remember before he went over there, he was looking at the gun that was in the backpack. That's why uh-huh. I say that. It looked like that's he was why. running to take a I'm shower tell, too, but I'm, that's I'm not. I'm going to tell you, well, one, one, there's plenty of women that sits around in the house in lingerie. You can go on Instagram and find place. women taking pictures, find women taking pictures in, in lingerie for a bunch of strangers. That's for one. For two, I, I think we that know if you it's, it's a combination. It's a combination. <laughs> We, we ain't even going there. <laughs> it's a combination. I didn't drop no names. I just said we knew a few of them. Hey, we know. We, that, hey, I'm not sick. But it's a combination of a couple of things. For one, she's definitely knows she can use her sexuality to provoke and to use wrong. men to get them to move in the direction that she feels as though that she, uh, that she can move. Right in front especially, of him, she opens the robe. And we, we don't know. We don't know what this woman does for a living. Like, maybe... She really is like a hoe. Like we maybe she does sit she around in lingerie. We don't know what how she pays is. her bill. She probably is, and it could still be a setup. But but this the is way she of talked it. to the daughter though, I, that's why I keep throwing me I off. Agree, the way she I talked agree. to the daughter though, I, uh, I the, agree. you know that was no setup. That was real. No, but no, that's why I think it's a setup. Who says that? Oh, she has to learn how to get her heart broken. It happens to everybody. That sound. They don't even sound. I don't know. I think it's a setup. I think that whole, I don't know. I think it's a whole setup. But this I is think, why I love this episode because both things could be true. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's some good yeah. theory. It's some but good you know theory. What? We could have both. We could have both because we've seen this. We've seen this with Tasha and Sean. This is why I go back to I'm frustrated because. Oh, I'm it's with, different. No, no, it's different. No, no, no. It's not. It's not yeah, because it's we saw that Sean, we saw that Tasha was seducing Sean to get Oh no, not, that's not different. Tasha wasn't seducing Sean. Sean was a grown ass man. I'm trying to make. She a was point. seducing him, but okay, go ahead. I'm no, let him make his point. point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was trying to make a point. Go I wasn't ahead. trying to attack Tasha. I wasn't trying to attack Tasha. I was just oh, okay. trying to you can't tell. of the story writing together, where it was two sides of it. Tasha initially started out by seducing Sean to try to get information out. I'm not even looking at the age thing. I'm not even talking about that part of it. She was trying to uh, use her feminine while she was uh, unbuttoning her uh, uh, blouse and shit, doing whatever she could, calling him over there, bring groceries over while she's naked in the shower. She was doing things to get his attention. He ended up falling in love with her. He ended up having feelings for her. 
and somewhere down the line, maybe she ended up having feelings for him. So it could be one and both. You know, she had an ulterior motive, but it led to more than what the ulterior motive initially was. And that's what I'm saying with this. It could be that she's part of the harem and that she's you know, doing her job, but at the same time, she's getting a little bonus out of it as well. I'm going to fuck them too. Hmm. Mm. Well, I can tell you right now, Palomar got her paws on, on Kanan, and it's a wrap. He ain't listening to shit Rock talking about. <laughs> okay, so um, retro, okay, I stand corrected because I was speaking about the age. So you explained that. Um, but I do think they're very similar. It, it yeah. definitely is similar. It's different me, dynamics, but it's it, absolutely similar. So yeah, there's that. But listen, I think she's hot in the puss. I think she's hot in the puss. And I think this is her job. This is her job. Now, on she what level this is her she's job? Yeah, she's definitely a trap. Man, she's a hard trap. But then when she was laying there, she was like, how, how old do you think I am? Do you think? I was like, what is this? But the two things that goes could back still to, be true. Exactly, because part of her wants to be uh Corrine. Part of her wants to be this teenage girl. Corrine, yeah. Baby, you are over 35. You're not a young girl no more. Yeah. You can't be out here turning yeah. tricks with 15, 16 year old boys. Let that complex go. You're aging. <laughs> but I think, but you know, again, to go back to my theory, I think that whole conversation was a stall. It right. was to stall him there long enough. So that Corinne could show up and they could have this whole, oh my gosh, you're such a hoe. Here, throw some water on you. Like, I don't know. It just and I could be wrong, but it just it just came off so it did seem too convenient. She wasn't home. Cause when he first got there, he asked, she said, Oh, she's out with friends. And you know, she This was day two. Okay, this was day two. When he came over and brought the gun and they kissed, the next scene we saw was him having lunch with, with Symphony. Definitely. He goes back over there. So it, it made it look like the way they shot it, it just kind of, to me, it just kind of made it look like now he's hanging out over there. I'm leaning more towards really be a theory on it because like the way that Palomar came off, even with, I mean, let's go back to the party. She came off like a hoe during the party, like the way she was looking at Canaan and all interested. Like, how can you? I go back to, yeah, I'm with you, Damon. I go back to the beginning. How can you, like I said, right, like I said from the very beginning, if you are mom, you're a mom, y'all knocking on the door, they look like they was up to something when they open up that door, and then you let your daughter go party, and y'all saw how hard she was coming on the Canaan. I just feel like the whole thing, I do, I feel like the whole thing is a setup. Because remember, we got to go back to the beginning. Crown is the one that put him in that apartment to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just think it's a setup. I mean, not that you, the just way you, you, you said it, I'm just thinking about it. Like, <laughs> all the way back from, you know, from the party, the way that she was talking to Kanan and talking to these teenagers, this teenage no, no, no mother in their right mind is going to let their daughter go in there and entertain. Right, that's what I'm right. saying. The fact that she was cool with her daughter going up in that apartment where they smoking weed, drinking, clearly underage, and, she, and her only thing was, okay, don't stay out too late. Girl, what? I don't want. I don't want. Mitzi, that's where I'm going. That, that's that's exactly time. where I'm going with that, Mitzi. I, I 100% agree. That's exactly what. Who like the orphan? 
she she can't accept the fact that she's she's not younger and the fact that everyone assumes that she's younger and that she's not it just it it, it eats away at her and so you know i'm going to have my cake and eat it too so yeah i'm going to continue to be young i'm going to continue to fuck whoever i want to fuck no matter how old they are or whatever the case may be however i'm not i'm not necessarily disagreeing with what y'all are saying too because we said it in the breakdown we said it in the breakdown of the episode we had about palomar we knew something fishy something was underneath this when they showed up at the door they had that scheming look about them they had this okay go in baby and infiltrate this organization and see what you can find out and we move how we move accordingly based on what you bring back so it, it, it's parts of all of it but i feel like they're doing a very good job with this character because they're not necessarily flushing all out what the real objective is with palomar she's so not more, she's not asking him anything about himself she's not asking anything about not his yet. business or his family Nothing about business. his business not yet yep. it's just like this slow they're you slow know walking slow walking him i don't know it's just crazy but i love this element of the show it just you know what I'm saying? We've predicted some things, but honestly, I just love the fact that both things could be true in a lot of instances. You know I agree. I, mean? I agree with that. I agree with that. Either way, regardless of what the motives are, regardless of what the intentions are, Anthony, she trifling. <laughs> oh, you not Ebony. Now you said it. Now I thought that to myself. I said, "Are they really brother? Did we talk about that when we talked? We about did. We did have that conversation. Mm-hmm. That we yeah, didn't think they related. Yeah. Now I can go for that if that's not really her daughter. Then, then, then her response would make sense if that's not her real daughter. But I mean, uh, even the most trifling mama, where everybody got to learn how to get their heart broken. What? Yeah. Every every but, uh, but girl needs to learn how to keep a man. Before that, listen at the comments she made before that. Well, it's her fault because she can't hold on to her man. You know, you need to learn that lesson on how to hold on to your man or whatever the case may be. So it's all the comments. Yeah, but maybe it was Corinne's grift and she took Corinne's grift. Exactly. Could, that could be true too. She yeah. seemed like a Maury show episode. Right. Yeah. What they if, could be arguing if, over the, the mom and the daughter, or they could be arguing because one is an older grifter and the other one is a younger grifter. They could be well, arguing over both situations. We, we got to get to those scenes, guys. We, we got to get to those scenes, and we're breaking a lot of this down that uh, I was going to bring We're doing up the writers a favor. Just say it. But <laughs> the bigger question becomes the bigger question becomes how did uh, Corinne know where uh, Kenny live? And who is Mama? Well, she wrote up on her. Hey, Miss Thomas, I'm Corinne. So I mean, they might. Have, I mean, we cl- they clearly are spending more time together than we see because I mean, he's like that's my girlfriend and all that. I mean, right. for all we know, he might have taken her over there so they could smash while Rock was at home. I mean, I don't know. No. Yeah, but listen, the way Kanan stood up there towards the end when when she convinced him to stay after after Corinne had stormed in. You know, they kind of the way they shot him. I like a lot of different um scenes that they shot. The Marvin at the pizza scene, shooting it from far off. I love that look. It was very vintage. But the way they shot Kanan, he's standing there. He looks like he's got big shoulders and he's pumped and he's got a big gold chain on. I was like, uh, that is a 15-year-old boy um who goes to high school <laughs> that is a 15 year old at the end of the day that is a 15 like you, you're 
for me, it didn't make it better. Like and I enjoyed when they the saw back at school. Because asking Kanan about his grades, I'm like, we ain't seen these fools go back to school yet. Ever. I thought they were on summer break still. Ever. Right, that's what I'm saying. Ever. We ain't seen them go nowhere. We ain't seen yeah. not, not none of them go to class. Not yeah. a one. I was mm -hmm. like, why does this feel wrong? Like, like I said, it, it was entertaining, but why does this feel so wrong? And when he was standing there, I was like, that is a fit. <laughs> He's supposed to be in high school, but they're pushing away from that. No, Xavier, that's not what happened in the night. Xavier be making me feel so old. But that's my whole point. Like, they went so fast that you got to assume that stuff happened off screen. But it also shows that, to me, he's a mark. And they're, they're putting on, they, they, they putting the pressure on because he's a mark. Right. We said that, though. We, we've said that from the introduction of yeah, yeah, the yeah. in the episode when we did the breakdown of her character. We said that they've been marked he's been marked for something we don't know what because we were trying to figure out was there a tie-in with rock um there he's been marked for something we just don't know what it was and maybe she's just been marked for some teenage dick i don't know nah, she worked for somebody i don't know who she worked for. Said, i think ebony said something about uh maybe they're running a sex trafficking or maybe that's another part of uh cartier's business is he's running sex trafficking and all that too, and they. But he looked like he could be a pimp. We know he know how to pimp that big in the nineties. It wasn't we, that big in the nineties. But pimping was. Yeah. Pimping was true. Yeah. True. All ages too. Mm-hmm. Which, which goes which goes back to my theory about Cartier's brick by brick. Infiltrating her organization, yeah, yeah, all, all, all angles. I could definitely that. see that being a setup and see it being a Cartier. Like I definitely could see that. Yeah, we down at the uh, Bible study with the church. Oh Lord, we saw this, this one coming. This pastor is. Yeah, we said this like three or four episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. When we first, when we first got introduced to the character. We 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 figured this out. Yeah. And even going back to, I don't know if y'all remember, going back to I feel like this little boy is gonna be a very important to this this storyline. I feel like they otherwise wouldn't introduce this character and he keep pressing up on jukebox and everything. What's gonna happen is this boy gonna get to a point where he gonna think he's gonna get some from jukebox. She's gonna turn him down somehow, some way. He's going to find out about her alternative lifestyle that's going to get carried back to that pastor that's going to get carried back to her mama that's going to get carried back to that church and that's where all the troubles are going to start um i yeah, think we were definitely oh, right. he's looking at her he's looking at her like yeah i know what's up with you and it's going to be that if you don't give me some i'm going to tell everyone that you are gay it, that's that he looks like he's in a position where he's going to extort her for sex. See, I I think I don't I, I don't see that. that. I think he's just looking at her like a teenage boy that's trying to get him some, and he's looking at her like, yeah, I'm gonna get that. Like I feel like that's how he's looking at her, like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna get that. Like I don't see. I mean, I I hear what you're saying, but I don't I don't see that he suspects that she's gay. I don't I don't see that at all right now. I see that he's like, I'm gonna get me some of that. Like she cute, she fine. I'm I fine, you know, 
every teenage guy think that he the finest thing and that he can get any girl that he want. Hell, most adult guys feel that way. And I think that's just how he looking at her. You, I mean, you saw he got the date. He got the date. He got, you know, he got his little kiss at the end of the date. Like, I just think he, he, he pulling his swag. Now, I do... I do believe that there's something that's going to happen that that between the two of them. Now, I believe that, but I don't think that he suspects that she's gay. Maybe that's a stretch that he may suspect that she's gay, but I do believe that uh, hurt people hurt people. <laughs> we we learned that last episode. Hurt people hurt people, and when he yeah. gets respected by jukebox and learns of her alternative lifestyle, he's not just going to go away quietly. He, that's going to be ammunition to use against her at that church. Can I just say that I think Kenya knows about Juke? I think I can I say that I think that the teacher was uh, teaching on what Kenya set up for him to be teaching on? I feel like okay, that when she reached over and grabbed her hand. Okay. Yeah, I, and that's why I think she's got her wearing the dresses. Yeah, and her, she's like she, I absolutely she believe that. in that way. But this is what Marvin said. That's why I'm like, again, did did Rock Run Kenya away, or is but let me say this. manipulating and controlling? But remember, but remember what I've been saying from the beginning. I believe that Kenya knows exactly what's been going on. I think Kenya has been keeping up with Jukebox. I think Kenya has been keeping up with the family. She's been in, listen, she's had the advantage. She's been there and they didn't know she was back. But wow. just like she knew exactly who Jukebox was when she walked in that church. I think she knew all along and I do agree. I believe that she knows that Jukebox is, how, how Jukebox is living. At the very least suspects it because she's watching her. She's seeing her in her Tims and her polo and she, at the very least, I believe that I believe Kenya was very much keeping yeah. in touch. I believe I be, that's just my opinion. I, I believe I very mean, much. It feels like Kenya is grooming a uh, 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 juke to be straight. Absolutely. You know that's why she's kind of either whether she says it or not. Juke is picking up on that energy because she's looking to her mom. You know, uh, halfway it looks like she's looking for approval, and the other half is like she's looking to just prove to her. Yeah. yeah. In the real world, I agree. Uh, healthy habits that uh, all this extra shit wouldn't come into play. But this is power. In power, we see that every character that we are introduced to in this series has some type of ulterior motive, has some type of hidden agenda. And when things don't go their way, there's always some level of retaliation. So whether he tries to sexually assault her and uh, Jukebox takes that back to her mama and she doesn't believe her, whether somehow, some way, there's going to end up being some type of conflict that's going to arise between this interaction between these two characters. I, I think Kenya is encouraging it, you know, yeah, saying, on his side, but I also yeah. think he's very charming. You know, the, yeah, cause he's remember really when kind of dorky. When she was given the phone number, Mama was Mama peeped that whole thing. She saw yeah. everything that happened. But I also well, he was like, I'm gonna tell my children with how we met one day. I mean, he was he's very charming. I feel like that's the only reason why she gave him the number was because she peeped her mom sizing her up. Right. Yeah, she was already for the number. She was already telling him to go on about his business. And when she looked up and saw her mama was observe, observing them, yep. she she played that to her advantage and said, okay, well, I'll give you my number or whatever. But yep. still didn't get well, I think she wanted the approval. Yes, she, want, she wants her mama's approval. Yeah. But we all know that that's not going to... We know. We don't know how it's going to happen, 
But we all know that it's not going to end the way she's setting it up to end. And, and Juke knows she knows a creep. I mean, she remember how she what she said about famous. Famous was really pushing up on not famous. Um, yeah, famous was pushing up on me really hard. He always pushes up on you, Kane, and says she said no, not like this. This was different. She knows if yeah. if he's creeping up on her wrong. You know what I'm saying? He's just, he's really the perfect person for her to use to, to um you know to get her mom's approval with really. But I think Kenya is behind all of it, and I do think that Juke is not aware of that. Right, I agree with that. That's true. I mean, Kenya has been in the city for years. Right. That's and that's why I think that she knows exactly. I think she's. I think she's been peeping what's been going on. I mean, I yeah. she's she's scared of Rock. Very I believe I don't believe, I don't believe she's scared of Marvin. I believe she's scared of Rock, and that's why she didn't approach her. But I don't I don't believe for a minute that she doesn't know or hasn't been keeping an eye on Jukebox. I I don't believe for a minute, and I agree with you, uh, Retro. I don't think it was an accident what they were talking about in Bible study and why you reach out and grab her hand like. Like if I'm sitting in yeah. Bible study with my mama and they talking about Leviticus, my mama wouldn't feel like she need to comfort me because <laughs> like I agree with that. I do agree with that. That that I feel like that was. I believe I do agree with that. But it's going back to this recurring suspicion that we have about all the characters. That yes, and, and and both could be true. Both could be true, and somebody is playing a a, a, a hidden agenda. Everybody's setting everybody up. Everybody's got their own motives for whatever reasons that they have them. But we see that. We're seeing this reoccurring thing where we are suspicious of a character's intentions. And it could be just exactly what they're showing us, but because we know the world of power and we know they like to take us down these curve roads and these little ups and down hills and they take us around the world and back again before they show it to us, we've had this suspicion since they introduced us to us. We, we know that that's the girl mama. We know that that girl mama looked at her and saw her in Tim's and, and jeans and shit like that. Probably has suspicions about, okay, why my daughter dressing like this? So all this is just feeding into our suspicions of what we know is going to happen. We know what's going to happen. So we're just looking for that indicator that take us to what we feel like is going to happen. So Marvin goes down to Baisley's and he sees a whole bunch of customers on the hall waiting to be served. He's trying to figure out what's going on. We see Lulu in there collecting the money for the last two hours. He's snatching the Crackish. money by the man hand and like, I need this, I need that. We know why he needs it. But, you know, Marvin's like, Lulu, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I got this, I got this. Marvin is, Lulu is, is on a destructive path right now. He is unraveling. He's unraveling. Yeah. He, he's on a destructive path right now because he's trying, to, he's trying to collect this $50,000 and pay off this debt that isn't real. We know that the debt is not real. We just don't know who who sent the debt, who's who's perpetrating the debt, but we know that the debt is not real. I half expected him to snatch them chains off Marvin's neck when he walked by. Like The way he was shaking them down. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me that money. I mean, I was like, yeah. what are you going to go through their pockets? Like, what are you doing? Right, You're looking right. real crackers right now. <laughs> And then he was like, I'm I'm handing it business. And then he was like, What about the numbers? We gotta have the count. The count's gonna be off. And he was like, I got it in my head, B. I was like, that is the cr most crackish thing. 
<laughs> I got it in my head, B. It still didn't have enough money. Like, what is you doing? But it's going back to what we said, keep it cute. We talked about this too. He is so determined to prove to everyone that he can make this business successful, that this music is just not a hobby that everyone is accusing it of. He's so determined, bound and determined to make every prove everybody wrong that he's 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 desperate. And so yeah, he's moving like a crackhead when it comes to the studio. It don't this still don't make sense to me. First of all, how much did he get that day? Because he didn't get enough to at least keep. I mean, I know it's a fake. Well, a theory is that it's a fake debt, but he didn't get at least right, twenty thousand dollars to get them people off his back to be like, look, here go twenty. We'll get you the rest by the end of the week. Like you ain't getting nothing. Like you, you had a whole brown paper bag full of money. You didn't have enough money in that bag to to get them people off your back. Like no. I, it don't make no sense. Because they said earlier in earlier episodes that Basley makes about seventy five thousand a day, and when he came, well, he only owed fifty thousand. When he came in, he asked the guys. He said, "This is all y'all got," and he was like, "We just sent a bag out the, uh, two hours ago." So what he was collecting up was what they had done made within the last hour or so. So he probably would have had more money if he would have came earlier. But um, because they had already sent money yeah. to the bodega two hours ago, he didn't have enough money to clear the debt. So I'm assuming maybe five thousand. But my thing is, you don't want to deal with Rock. You go. You think you don't have to deal with Rock? You stealing money from the damn building? Like and, and I don't everybody know it was you. Everybody right. knows it was you. Like, you know I, it didn't make like the label. You it don't make no sense. Right. And if you was gonna do that, you might as well have went down to the bodega and got the whole damn fifty thousand. Yeah. You it just don't make no sense. Because if you, you got to deal with Rock either way, you stealing money either way, you got to deal with Rock. You might as well have went to the bodega. You know that's where the stash is. You might as well have just went down to the bodega and got the damn money. Thanks. Less people would have known what happened at the bodega. Wouldn't nobody know but Juliana and whoever they had on the door. Well, I'm getting frustrated at with all this is. You keep seeing money going missing over there at Baisley's and it, Rock ain't, ain't, ain't addressing it. The money... Well, I guess I mean I guess at the end of the day she really don't care because the rats I mean, was she eating. Got houses though. Yeah, the rats rats was eating. She seemed unbothered by that. So Kane stole six hundred dollars. That ain't been discovered yet. And then Lulu came in and got a whole brown bag full of it. So I mean, rock count your money. <laughs> but she not. I mean, she's trying to build an empire. She technically she shouldn't be doing that anyway. She left Marvin in charge. I don't. You know, like I said, everybody's got their own agenda. Everybody yep. off doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. They're not they're not moving as a family at all. No, you know, she's moving. got people in charge who's supposed to be handling it. But yep. obviously, she still wants control because they're not like, oh, I'm gonna kick your behind. Where's the money? He know he gotta go talk to Rock about it. And right, and Lulu has his own building. Why is he at Baisley? When she gave him a building, he has his own. Who's stealing money from your building, bro? Exactly. Really be, really be. You, exactly. you just got so much clarity. You must be on that. I'm just because the more I think about it, I'm like this. This whole scene made no sense. Make it make sense. So shout out to my girl. Really <laughs> I'm gonna give her her flowers. Okay, I'm she's give her giving us clarity, baby. I'll write a dozen roses. Yes, <laughs> a dozen of roses. Um, My favorite okay. flowers are actually calla lilies, but thank you. Ooh. 
I'm going to give you a dozen of roses because you said this in this episode. And I, I, mean, I didn't disagree love. with you, but you said it that the mama was a CI and not Scrappy. And so we learn Detective Howard comes into the precinct and asks what she was doing down here that Peg wasn't even working this case. And we learn that that was the CI. And he learned that uh, you gave Rock bad information that she reacted to. And but why? But why he acts so nonchalant? Why he hit Rock with the? Oh yeah, yeah. your boy. Yeah, he ain't a CI. My bad. I'm like, you know, he's dead. Like, it'd be different if he wasn't dead. You know, this dude is dead. He was like, yeah, my bad. Like, Part what? of the game. Part of the game. R.I.P. Scrappy. If he was an innocent civilian, it'd be different. But he's part of the game. He but did say like he was he was he he felt bad about it. Wait, <laughs> hey, my bad, bro. We saw the same thing happen my with bad. Ghost. We saw the same thing happen with Ghost and Roller back in power. So I mean, it's it's kind of like what his response to her was. Uh listen, all y'all lying, cheat, and steal. You know, it's hard to be honest with people who are dishonest. So, now that's valid. That's valid. That know? was a very valid point. Yeah. I mean, and she couldn't say nothing right, but again. agree with it. I mean, yeah, people perpetrating and lying. Fault, yeah, but I'm not gonna get into that again. That's Rock's fault, 100. So we see Jukebox back yeah. at the crib. She making yeah. her some tomato soup, and apparently Jukebox likes soup because we see her eating soup in power. She's <laughs> gonna make her grilled cheese to go with that. I'm almost positive. But you it. know what? In power, that's what she had. She had soup and grilled cheese sandwich. I had to go back and find a seat. Oh! <laughs> That's pretty awesome, retro. You know, I like pretty awesome. I know people think I'm gonna be on a witch hunt with the parallels between the different shows, but I mean, I follow the writing. Yeah, I mean that it's true to it's true to the character, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's true to the character. That's what I'd be looking for. I'd be looking for to see if there's a difference between how the character was introduced to us, and you know, it's kind of like how we felt about Tasha's mama. You know, we wait all we 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 knew this lady for six whole seasons of power, and then we learn in the last season of power that she's a drunk. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. so I'll be oh. looking for these little nuances to see if this character's um still true to how we were introduced to the character. And it was Jukebox at home making her some soup, and Marvin comes in looking for Rock. Rock ain't home, and this is a this is probably the most decent conversation that they've had. You know, she wasn't as cold to him as she normally is, you know, but she's still kind of apprehensive. You know, she just, you know. When when he asked, he said he was looking for Rock and she said not at home, not she's not at home. He knew then that the that the uh the snub was over. Yep. The drought was was over. Whatever well, he went ahead because he he knew that he didn't have no other chances of having any other type of conversation with her, but he thought about it. So I'm gonna use this as an opportunity to ask her about this um Kenya situation. So he's like, Well, when are you gonna tell me about your mama? She was like, I wasn't. <laughs> right. right. Not never. Never. But I do believe Marvin is speaking the truth. We know that it's coming from a hurt place. We know that he's he's in his feelings about how Kenya left, and rightfully so. So we know that the things that Marvin is saying in regards to her is uh, not just a, a man that's scorned about a woman that left him. There is some truth to what he's saying, but you know everyone thinks that he's just saying it out of anger. 
he's he's warning her is what he's doing. He's warning her like, don't get your hopes up on yeah. what you think this is gonna be. This ain't gonna be what you think it is. Your mama ain't. I actually agree. Now, I agree with that, and I love the fact where she was like, she was like, so you think you done a good job? He was like, but I was here. Like yeah. I might not have been father of the year, but I was here and still here. Right. Yeah. I feel like he got through a little bit. I mean, she ain't ready to forgive him, but she definitely listened to what he said. But I think this may be what brings them back together. It might not bring them back together where they're lovey dovey, but I think it brings them back to a point where they can be cordial to each other. It, I don't know if she's going to move back home behind it. But nah, she ain't that, going back. I think that when all this comes out about Kenya, I think this is what's going to bring Marvin and Jukebox back to a point of uh, understanding. Marvin said Kenya's always been about her own ish, always has been. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think I don't think it's gonna bring them back together, and, I'm, and then I'm gonna tell you why. Because it goes back to my theory. Well, I shouldn't say that. Let me t- let me take that back. I shouldn't say it doesn't bring them back together. But you know, my theory is Rock is the reason why she left in the first place. Now I, I ain't saying I'm right, right, but that's my theory that Rock has something to do with her leaving in the first place. And when all of that comes out, I think it's going to push push Juke further away because right now Juke feel like the only people she have is Rock and um and her mother she don't trust lulu anymore because lulu stole her song mm. she doesn't trust her her um her dad obviously and even though her and kanan are, are cool i think in the back of her mind she still know kanan is the reason why nicole is dead mm. so right now the yeah. only two people that she really i i don't even know if trust is the word because trust i think is a strong word for jukebox too but the only two people that she's allowing in a position in her life is her mom and rock and i think when the whole situation where her mom blows up I think she's going to find, and it may not happen this season because we only have two episodes left. But I think I think Rock has something to do with her mother leaving. I don't think her mother just voluntarily packed up and left. I think it has something to do with Rock. I really do. I agree with that. I agree with that. And even if even if Rock is not directly responsible, because I want to hang my hat on that too, really, B. I really do want to hang my hat on that and feel like Rock is somehow, some way connected. Maybe it's going back to somebody said it in the comments that she's scared of Rock. So whether Rock uh, directly told her to leave or threatened her, I think that knowing who her sister-in-law is, uh, one way or another, Rock is a root cause. That's not that's not beyond the realm of possibilities. I'll say that. Rock down here at this hotel, again, she took that information where old boy said he was staying at. She down here in the lobby waiting for him to come through, waiting for him to come through. And she catches him. Well, she was real good on recon, don't she? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what recon? They talked about the exact hotel. Right, they told her she said it. It was just the fact that she was listening that much that she kept it. uh, She kept it. Forget it. She, right, she didn't forget it. She used it as an opera. She's an opportunity. She I see it. the Tite's worked on Juggy too. The Jugs worked on Juggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Keep it cute. That's a valid point. Keep it cute says I don't think she trusts Rock anymore either because she asked Marvin how he found out, and he said, "Don't worry about it." And she know that the only person she, I mean, well, not the only person because Kanan knows too, but he know Kanan ain't say. I don't think she think Kanan yeah. said. He, she know that Rock told it. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Rock is in charge of the girls. Okay. It, you can't have a Kenya and a Rock in the same space. 
I'm telling you, Kenya is just as manipulated and controlling as Rocky is. It's Agreed. just different. I agree. Different. I agree with that. I agree with Agreed. that. Too. She yeah. definitely ain't no innocent church girl. Uh -uh. She's not uh -uh. who she's presenting herself to be. I agree with that, yeah. Wanda. Yep. Yep. And she's and she's hiding behind this facade of the church. She's hiding behind this church. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she's not giving that pastor slash teacher to reach around. I wouldn't be oh, surprised wow. about it. I listen. It's funny you should say that, Miss Honey, because in the back of my mind, oh my I get God. those vibes. In the back of my mind, especially when remember when she was when it was coming out of the Bible study, he pulled her to the side. They having a one-off conversation. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if she giving the pastor reach around. Yeah. And singing oh, him really? a lullaby. You know, he probably an old freak. She giving it to him like he like it. And going back to what y'all theory is about her being responsible for that that mini sermon at Bible study. She definitely uh, Directed solely at jukebox. Her and the pastor could be, you know. Well, yeah, I definitely feel like that. I definitely feel like because even when I was watching it, I was like, "This is real specific." And then when she reached out mm -hmm. and grabbed her hand, I was like, mm. "A message to you, right? right. Message. This is a at message. the same time, we're gonna be okay. We're gonna work on you. That's right, right, right. at the same time, Corey at the other end right. of the table winking." Right, exactly. Right, exactly. I mean, she—you talking about being indoctrinated? <laughs> Subtle, but it's there. Right, it is, isn't it? Coordinated that whole thing. Oh, when my man got the number, she in the back smiling and everything. Get out yep. of here. Rock said, "Oh no, 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 no. We already got one of you here, <laughs> and I'm in charge." I bye wouldn't bye. be surprised. Now, uh, again, this might be reaching as well. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, King is not behind his little boy pressing up on uh, Juice. She oh, yeah. definitely is. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, like, yeah. I I don't know. If, I don't know if he's. I, I don't know if she's behind it, but she definitely encourages it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's well, not my to daughter. Her. You know that. Yo, she's such yep. a nice girl. You should talk to her. Yep. Um, my daughter talks about you all the time. She definitely likes you. She's just shy. Yep. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, because when we, saw Corey, when we first saw Corey uh, approach her, he was like, oh, you um, Sister Kenya's daughter. How did you know that? Mm -hmm. I'm just a person here at the church. How do you know who I am? So, yeah, the, the, Kenya working her own agenda as well. Yeah, that cake been baked. Yeah, and now she's just putting the icing on it. Mm -hmm. Layer I by agree. layer. She's baked. A, she's made a layer cake. What does mm -hmm. that mean? One that cake and bake. What does that, that mean? Bake. <laughs> I don't know. Her bird. She's icing one layer of the cake at, at, at a time. <laughs> 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 that cake bake. Icing the cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That cake been Rock baked. Rock notices that Trayvon face all bruised up. He said, "Yeah, I fucked myself up getting out the shower." Sure. <laughs> he, he slipped in. The, he slipped he out the shower on. and ran Man, into he was, in face. Face. <laughs> he was in the same suit. <laughs> he slipped out the shower and he fell on Cartier's fist. I guess so. Cartier would put a hurt on him. Cartier just beat up all his workers. I wouldn't want to work for Cartier. He be slapping <laughs> people. That's so pimpish. He's slapping the, the men. That's what I said. We, that's so what I said earlier about him being a pimp. I said we know how to slap. We know he know how to slap like one. <laughs> <laughs> strong, ain't it? You know, uh, you don't need no baby powder. Yeah. <laughs> he do put baby his powder. hands and look like he bit him. Really, I was like, what kind of? He had to do something though, because then at that point, Rock was gonna look at him as weak. Yeah. I hate this white man haircut they don't put on my boy though. This is weird. <laughs> but he wears his hair like that. You know, that's how you you remember Banks, Skanks. 
don't know. I feel like it was just it wasn't that swoopy on the side like insurance salesman feeling. <laughs> Giving me insurance. And that's the um, um, he was in um when they um um Shaft. He played. He was in Shaft. He wore his hair like that. He did. He, sure did. he was in Shaft. Well, not like that, but he wore. You know, he he wore his hair in a, you know, unconventional way. <laughs> Listen, Ebony, we've been trying to figure this out too. What does Kim go to go to work at? She. We don't know. She the living church? off that money. She living off a of rock. Rock. Mm-hmm. Rock pay her bills. Uh, she's living off the church offering. <laughs> yeah, rock pay her bills. Yeah, so rock probably just stay away. That's why Rock was shocked when she found out she was in town. Like, wait a minute, what? She did have, <laughs> she did have a, 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 yeah. a shocked look on her face when she was like, she's back. What do you mean she's back? And this has been in back. New York all these years. We ain't seen Kenya go to, and then you at Bloomingdale's and Lloyd and Taylor shopping. We said that last episode, we trying to figure out where the money coming from. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she's another Mecca, but, <laughs> but I think that, remember I said, I said it in the episode, maybe she did have a hit song or whatever, and maybe she's just living off the royalties or something. He said he is crazy. <laughs> he said Rock needs married to twice. She was married twice. So maybe she Kenya got works the same field as Palomar. That is crazy. Maybe she, she got some alimony. Yeah, yeah alimony just because she's married don't mean she got money. I know people who've been married three, four times and they broke. They married the wrong person. Damn. <laughs> Yikes. Right. I'm not just saying being married don't make you, you know what I'm saying? No, not at all. Yeah. If Rock was giving her money, yeah, it's cut off now <laughs> that she's bad. Yeah, if, yeah. Her, if, if Rock was giving her money, unless Rock gave her a lump sum and she just been, you know, knowing how to make her money work for her. I think, like I said, it's more to her story. Um, It's, yeah, it's definitely more to her story. <laughs> yeah. But she hasn't had a lot of dialogue. She's had, she's been kind of the rudder. With driving the juke scenes, yeah, and that oh, that makes me, me think she's I not going to stay around long. We're spending more time on other characters where she's important to the story, so yeah. we need to see a little backstory, you know. So I guess we'll get that in a later season. But yeah, I'm irritated with that too. That she's just kind of just like in the background. The only time we'll see her is a scene that Juke's going to be in. And but I I think we see enough of her influence in the way Juke is changing. Know, or or exactly. adjusting herself. Oh, my bad. Okay, I was wrong. That was Jeffrey Wright and Shaft. That wasn't him. My bad. My bad. Okay. You're right. That was Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, you're right. My bad, y'all. My bad. I don't believe that story, Xavier. I don't think that story is true. Me. I think that I, that was with, with, with Lulu and Marvin was fighting, and I think that's just the story. I don't believe that. I just don't believe that. I think that was... I don't know. I don't believe that story. Rock think Lou was just taking a shot at Marvin with that one? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was so. just digging. He was digging in the womb. He yeah. was digging in the That's womb. That's all that is. Oh, you know what part we forgetting? Go all the way back. All the way back to what we were saying about the mama knowing what's up with Jupe. Remember what Marvin said. You get that from your mother's side of the family. Yeah. I brought that up in a. Uh, you brought that up last week, I think. Uh, I think it was the episode that uh, they introduced her to. I brought that up. Oh, he did that, say um, that. That's probably why she recognizes Jukes. Which right, that might be another reason why she sort of sees stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guy in this episode is from Greenleaf, but Jeffrey Wright was in Shaft. That's I'm getting the two people mixed up. 
Rock makes Greenleaf, I mean, uh, Tremont, um, an offer that uh, I give you more work and uh, for less cash and less headache. So, in other words, I ain't gonna slap you around and bully you. Better product at a better price, right? Yep. Until Marvin get a hold of you, Marvin will slap you around, right? Or Lulu gonna batter up on you. <laughs> Lulu ain't battering up on no damn body. And Marvin ain't slapping nobody either because he took that money from Lulu. And he's he in. Management class. He's in now. He's He's openly aggressive. He's he, gonna breathe. He's gonna, he's gonna practice his breathing techniques. He Marvin ain't slapping nobody around. Not this yeah, that was him. Yeah, Tiger Wu. <laughs> Uh, he says, Tremont says, well, you awfully bold pushing up on me like this. What makes you think I'm not going to go back to Cartier and tell Cartier that, you know, you're trying to snuff me from up under here? She's like, because I know you don't want to be bothered with him no more. So, you'll call. And it makes smart, it's, it's smart business. And she's right. He is going to come calling. It's he good got business. The, yeah, it's good business. No so, this is business. We finally see Rock make her first move towards Cartier's organization. But see, the thing about it is, though, you don't know what Cartier got out here. Cartier got soldiers and the organization. Rock, you ain't got nobody but your brothers. You and I don't people. understand. I don't. You don't have I don't. Infrastructure to go to war with anybody. Exactly. And I don't understand Rock. What? What? Why she's? What she's thinking? What she's thinking of? It seems to me. Why wouldn't you work with Cartier? At least until you, like you said, you get a little more. You, you, you can't handle. You didn't bit off more than you could chew out there in New Jersey. Exactly. You still got to deal with, with with unique and the Italians. Like that shit ain't done. Why are you? Why are you making an enemy out of Cartier? And I'm not saying eventually you don't do that, but why are you making an enemy out of him right now? What is? I don't understand. It's her demise because. She's she's dipping her hand everywhere. She's a little bit over here. She's a little bit over right here. You're, that, you're doing too much too fast. Slow down, little mama, and take your time with this because you yeah. can do this right. Why she ain't got Kanan with her? Moving too quick. But Marvin don't told her this. Marvin has told her this. Slow when they were down. trying to move out to Jersey, he says, "Sis, you're moving too fast. You need to slow yeah. down." And I don't you understand what the sense of urgency is. Like I don't understand why she feels like. Like you moving, you moving fast and not smart. It just it don't make sense to me. Like Cartier is an ally right now. Now I know eventually you know you can't trust him, and that's fine. I, I respect the fact that she knows she can't trust him. But mm -hmm. for right now, you learning, learn. And that's the mere fact, and the mere fact that issue. you have not eliminated any of your other threats prior to you still right. got unique out here looming around. But she can't. I gotta wait. You you have not eliminated I any gotta of wait. your problems. But she, yeah, but she can't no eliminate Unique. She should have eliminated Unique when she had the time. Now that Unique is with the Italians, you absolutely can't do that because that's gonna do nothing but further piss them off. So now, since they allies and they're working together, you got to put that whole situation on. But hold. another thing is, you're not even sitting back and coming to realization. You're not spending any time in hindsight. It's 2020. You you try to deal with Unique that blew up in your face. You try to deal with the detective power that blew up in your face. So now these things that were such a big threat to you last season are no longer a threat to you right now. You just let them go on status quo. Oh, they're definitely a threat. And now it's you got new threats mind. and new problems that are on top of the old ones that you had. She, she overwhelmed with threats. Yeah, you're overwhelmed. At exactly. This she getting that tunnel vision. She looking at growth, 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 growth. But they trying growing. to stop me. They just trying to stop me. That's yeah. Cool. But the way that she's trying to grow. Them. The way that she's trying to grow, all it takes 
all it takes is for her to piss one of them off, and then the whole thing is just gonna blow up in her face. She's but, cut you know, her nose off the spider face, really. So, yeah. It's so funny. What we're seeing in Rock is exactly what we saw in Canaan in Power. He was just so eager. He was just so bound and determined to take Ghost and them organization away from him that he was making good moves, but he was making big mistakes along with making those big moves and good moves or whatever the case may be. The same thing we see his mama doing. His mama has a great business acumen. She has a great ideal of running a criminal organization, but she lacks the infrastructure to be able to successfully run the criminal organization. She thinks that Marvin and Lulu is all she needs and now Canaan. No, you need to be moving a little bit. You need to be moving three moves ahead. Right now, you're moving one move ahead, and you're itching at that. Rock is way in over her head. And you know, last season I was Team Rock. I'm not Team Nobody right now because I don't really ride for Unique. But I'm I'm not riding for Rock either. Right? I guess right now I'm Team Jukebox. I'm Team. Last Jukebox. season I was Team Rock too. But the way that Rock is moving and the way that she's about to get ready to blow this thing up. It's, it's, it's going to be it's going to be the mind organization. Just like she lost a, a Zuma Dean last season, she finna lose these Colombians. Cause Juliana mad about uh, her not dealing with that unique situation. She finna lose her connect. She should have killed Unique the next day. The same day. Unique, I'm about to say Unique should have been dead as soon as she got she her money have, back. But, yeah. but she should have. As soon as she got but, her money back, Unique but, was supposed to be dead. Should have been gone. That's that's where she messed up, really. Since she didn't, and Juliana has a problem with it, and this is how you even got to connect in the first place. You finna lose killed. that next. You finna lose that. You could have rectified that. Kill him. Yep, you could have rectified that. Or at the very least, let's say she didn't kill him the next day. Let's say she didn't kill him that same day. When you went down there to that bodega and that lady told you that Unique was still coming there bothering you, bothering her, and she was scared, you should have left there and dealt with it then. You don't need Unique to to run this business. And she don't wake up that pressing curl. She don't wake up that pressing curl. She don't told you, look, Juliana's going to be a player now. She's going to be okay. a player in the game now. She's going to be working with her cousin. <laughs> like, rock you out. <laughs> rock, you're going to lose your organization. You're going to lose your cadet. Symphony yeah. is having his uh, Mr. Rogers father son moment with Kanan. Not Mr. Rogers. <laughs> and, um, and it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And we learned that Symphony has got a job offer down in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, routing buses. This is the best you can do as a college professor, Symphony. Oh, no, he's, he's going to be. No, he's not riding around. No. Yeah. No, that's. He's the director of. Yeah, he's like. The, the, he's he's mapping out the bus routes. Which is oh, what he yeah. because he's in urban development. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up for me because I had a big question mark about that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this like entry level murder. This is a good job. Symphony, uh Kanan is sad. Kanan is kind of bothered by the fact that he's leaving because this I feel like is the one and only positive influence that we have seen in Kanan's life. Yeah, somebody he can lean on, yeah. And someone that he actually can trust. And yep. even though he know that him and his mom, you know, weren't dealing together, they still maintain a relationship. So I feel like losing Symphony is the the last piece of losing what made Kanan somewhat innocent. Losing Symphony, I think we've lost any other hope that Kane is going to be okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, oh, that's fine, uh, Retro. <laughs> but 
Kanan just left being over at Palomar's. Yeah, that's true, too. Kanan got a gun, kicked <laughs> in the door with Famous, and got his money back. Yeah, that's right? true. Right? Okay. We're past so, that point. We're past that point, Miss Honey. You're right. Yeah. I mean, he's not innocent. He's playing Symphony 2. I mean, yeah. it is a fun side, and he's taking a chill from, you know, being... Xavier, you just noticed that? I know. <laughs> being Kanan, but still. I think I noticed yeah, He's it's always anything. North Carolina or South Carolina. Yeah, it's always New Yorkers come from down south. Really, B explained that though, didn't she? Yeah, she explained mm -hmm. that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But and so, that's where Rock gonna be. That's why she couldn't do what she tried to do. But that's that, what she gonna be. That's exactly what I said. I said we've been trying to figure out where Rock is. Rock in Charlotte, North Carolina, with Symphony. <laughs> <laughs> when she oh, didn't kill him. When she didn't kill him, I said, well, we know where Rock is. Yeah, she need a place to hide out. Yeah, she in North Carolina. No, but that's what you said. That's where they go hide out at. That's where she going. Oh, my goodness. So, Kanan and um, Symphony say they're Symphony goodbye. got on two different pants. He got blue jeans on when he's sitting at the diner, right? And now he's got on black jeans. No, nah, it was the same jeans. It just faded as ever. Oh, yeah. oh, that's yeah. kind of like that rinse. Bless his heart. Oh, yeah. He's the only one wearing jeans. Heart. <laughs> He's the only one wears jeans. Did you guys notice that the other guys don't wear jeans? Um, no, I haven't. You don't even really paid him attention. Yeah, I really did. No, but I want a slice of this pizza. They've been hollering about it was so good. <laughs> I feel like right. this is the same Easy place that had his meal at too. I think I want to try a slice of this pizza. <laughs> Symphony and Kane say their goodbyes. And who do we kill, see? Hey, Carl kill 22. her, please. Kill her now. Miss Honey, what's <laughs> going on? Miss Honey, you Where's need the, one job. The... One job only, Miss Honey. What's up? I want her to bite the sidewalk so bad. Where's please the, where's the disconnection? I just want her to put her mouth though. on the sidewalk. Um, I just want her to do it. Please take her. Oh, she is the worst. Who's over, who's over disconnection notices? Because we don't have a sense of urgency here. Miss Honey was supposed to be handling that. Miss Honey was personally like, handling this. Like I've been trying to figure out, I've been trying to figure out her her motive behind this. Like, is she doing it because she feels as though she has something to prove? You know that she just didn't get the job because of her dad. Like, it, like what is her what, what is her interest? You know, in this, and then it got to the point where if further, it got to the point where if further, just kind of like pissed me off I, like during it like during the conversation that she had with her girlfriend it just kind of like pissed me off you know even further i said here we got this lady who's built like my 12 year old son that just won't mind her business and and just go away nobody <laughs> else is talking about this but you yet and still want to hey, keep exactly going wow <laughs> you yet and still want to keep going about this what is like why why are you so fascinated about this whole son situation what is your motive behind this who are you trying to prove something to your the, the daughter to say leave i mean not the daughter i'm sorry the uh the father to say leave it alone the the girlfriend to say leave it leave it alone everybody would say leave it alone everybody, everybody has told you to leave it alone. alone why are you why are it, you it's, she's not working on anything else she's right yeah, it's, 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 i keep saying it's new york in the 90s yeah. you know how many murders you had to work on it, she's illegally uh, questioning people, just completely out of excuse, line. Let me, let me excuse it, Detective Burke. Here, can you hear me? Not, not, not. Can you hear me? Can you? <laughs> listen, listen to me. Listen to me. You're Don't. going to get yourself killed. Don't. Go away. 
go far away from this as possible. You know, I get everybody in the chat, you know, retro saying she's trying to be a good cop. But at the same time, the cop. Hell, this ain't no damn police work. In her mind, in her mind, it is. A lot of people like to compare her to Angela. She is not. She's not on a witch hunt to further her career. She is Blanca Rodriguez. Ever since we've seen Blanca Rodriguez, she's determined yeah, yeah. to find she's the bad guy. guy. She's oh, determined to find the truth. That's who she is. That's what Burke is. Burke is trying to make a big deal out of a lie. She's trying to make the the lie that's the truth come to awareness. That's, she, she's on. She, she's a dog with a bone. Just and like, like her girlfriend that. told her, she said, "Well, I'm investigating the shooting of a cop." She said, "No, you're investigating a cop." Like right. at this point, you're no longer just right. At this point, it's no longer about the shooting. You are investigating your your partner. Exactly, Bab. She wants to prove that she's a good officer, and she's but not. But now, but like she, she said, knows. now you become internal affairs. And whatever show that we've seen where cops get involved <laughs> with internal affairs, feel like it a don't work. <laughs> she is built like my twelve-year-old son. <laughs> Who's worse? Okay, so listen, Cooper Sacks or Burt Burt? Oh, Cooper Sacks is the worst. No, Cooper Sacks. At least Cooper Sacks redeemed himself a little bit with some of his actions. Yeah, ain't no coming back from this shit. No, there's no coming back for Burt. Burt is she's gone. And then, yo, you said they had, you said they had drinks with your father, and your father told you, you know. It's your partner. Trust your partner. Leave it alone. Like, damn. So you're going to lock Kanan up? You're going to find out and lock Kanan up? Like, what? I'm with you. I'm with you, J.O.J. What's your end game? A promotion? That's what Where's I'm the saying. captain? Like what, is, like, what is the purpose? Because even if she says, okay, well, Kanan probably has something to do with it, they're going to believe. They're going to be like, Malcolm didn't say anything about Kanan, this and the other. Detective Detective Malcolm can flip it. But Detective Howard can flip see. it any way he want to flip it. His memory could all of a sudden came back and was like, no, he didn't do it. Even but though, even though I still don't think we saw the end of that crackhead who got arrested, I don't think we saw the end of him. We will see no, him. We I right. think we will see him towards the maybe probably the last episode. We will see him as they get out of jail free card because Detective Burke is somehow, some way gonna end up questioning him. But what is the end game? What are you trying to like? If 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 that's what you determine. If, if that's what you're determined to do, you're going to have the whole police force flip on you. Yep. She is Greg Knox. She's Greg Knox. She's Blanca Rodriguez. She's all of that. She's dead. And, that's what she is. And we also see that she's yeah, not the Is she dead or is Howard just going to give her some busy work? No, she I think really he's going to give her some charges. Coast. I already told y'all what's going to happen. That's how oh. you're going to get rid of her. She's going to get a case. Well, I think he's. I think he's trying to get, but I think he's trying to get her in trouble professionally because yeah, then nobody's gonna that's why he went to go see nicole's dad because remember i was wondering about that nicole's mom is trying to get her job and remember she got caught up in that and i think he's trying to get her caught up professionally because he ain't gonna put no hit out on her but he's if he can get her in trouble professionally where and then it, it, anything she says nobody's gonna believe her. you're a disgraced cop at this point right. and now if she does come back and be like well he lied and that's really his son, and they're gonna be like, "Yo, nobody's listening to you." Not gonna lie, really, B, you're really on tonight. Like you are on. That's you the girl. Girl. You mentioned her father's honor. What do we? 
what do we know that about her father? Like, how was she avenging her father's arm? Well, I was going to respond to that by saying that uh, uh, there have been a lot of uh, offhand comments made about her father. So apparently her father wasn't highly regarded in the force. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think he left out on a bad note, per se. You know, he pissed some people off, basically. Well, she but her father told her to leave it alone. So... <laughs> But she's gonna do the same thing though. But right. but she's doing it to herself. She's yeah. already making sloppy moves. It's just like what happened with Blanca. It's just like what happened with Blanca. The reason why she couldn't take Ghost Nim and stuff down because she started doing shit that was underhanded. When she went in that man room and searched and found that search and seizure for that phone, it was supposed to be a looking peek, not plant evidence and stuff like that. Right. She's doing it. Right. We see her doing it when she's down there looking at confidential informant information that she's not supposed to have access to. And we saw that man in Huffman, who's what I said in earlier episodes, that somebody in the force is going to go back and tell Detective Howard what she's been down there um, doing in records. And that's yep. what's going to get her ass fired. She's going to get fired first. First of all. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this screenshot you pulled up, man. Why she look like that? Because she fans watching. All she needs is the binoculars. She fans watching. She's the wire. She's on the roof. She's on the wire. She's on the wire. She's she's calling in this. She's on the phone test. And then when she pulled over Symphony and Symphony, first of all, Symphony, you was talking, you didn't have to say none of that stuff. Like, but I do like the response. I do like his response. You no, know, he read her real good. He read it the same way I probably would have read her. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, first of all, I got to see what you stopped me for. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that I know that it's not about a traffic violation, listen, I ain't got to answer none of these questions. Yeah. Well, how do you know? How do you know such and such? Yep. Rock over here tried to buy this white picket fence, and ain't nobody going to stay over here in this white picket fence with her. Save the money, Rock. Rock on her way to Candyland, boy. Rock is trying to buy this white picket fence and a dog out front running around in the yard. Ain't nobody gonna live over here with you, Rock. It look haunted as hell. What is that? <laughs> Where's that girl? When you gonna a barbecue grill? I, I, I mean, when people gonna call? What's going on, Rock? No, she in upstate New York. She in Westchester. She in West Westchester. That's where she is. Look at that long walkway. I <laughs> look like that house on the like the house on the way down there. No, it do look like the house on the intruder. That's what it looked like. <laughs> where they was, where the dude was living in the walls and shit. Yeah, that's what it looked like. <laughs> Froggy. Um, the lady told her, "Listen, the uh, seller is very excited about your offer. However." The homeowners association need to see them um bank statements that's and, that's 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 bull crap and um these folks uh say that uh you you're finna be in the home association they want to know what you about she says conveniently i own a record label and a lawnmower so gives us credence to the theory that rock could possibly behind bomber clocks running up on what them call because she said that awfully confidently that she had a record studio, but she knows she can but get when Lou borrowed that money. They talked about it though, didn't they? That is true. That is true. Lou but not only that, but how would then what happened to the hair the hair business? I brought Did that he, up. I brought that up before too. Like I thought, why wouldn't that be the first thing I heard about? Why would this be the first thing? Like you literally just that's new. Why wouldn't it be you have a hair business? That wouldn't that be more established? Wouldn't that be more? That's why oh, I go back point. to is rock really behind this. Um, Bumble Clock thing. The, the Lulu <laughs> Shakedown? Yeah, the Lulu Shakedown. The Lulu Shakedown? 
I can see that, Angelica. I mean, Rock, Rock, I just don't know. She just doesn't seem connected right now. It just seems like a lot of things are happening to Rock. A haunted house for a wicked witch. <laughs> That's a fact. And she's not really being affected. I, I, not I don't the know who, house. <laughs> who could she be working with? I, I don't get, like, uh-uh. I don't get that. Rock is so has such tunnel vision right now. I don't think she's setting up a scheme with the Jamaicans. I don't think so either. I I just I mean <laughs> I, really, might, I mean I just said that just to say it, but I really think it's Cartier that's sitting them Jamaicans. But I don't know. She just said that so matter of fact, you know, going back to what your comment was and what I've said in earlier reviews, why isn't she falling back on her hair salon or the hair business that she got or whatever? It just with confidence, the first thing that comes out of her mouth is the studio. Seems like uh, something that uh, uh, angle that she's working on the side. It feels like it. Symphony, we already talked about that. Got pulled over by Bert. She said, uh, "How do you know Kanan Stark?" He says, "The better question is, how do you know him?" <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, asking the questions here because he's my student. So, what you asking me about him? For? He's in high he's like, school. But isn't he in, high, he isn't he in high school? <laughs> Get out my face. Inspector Gadget. All she's doing is showing how much she knows, how much she knows. Go gadget go. Go gadget go, Bert. You found another clue. <laughs> oh, she gets on my fucking nerves. Oh, uh, and here's the crazy thing. Here's, here's the crazy thing. I don't think she has if if her theory is correct, that was that seemed like that would give her more of a motive to lay off. Right, if you feel as though that this is yeah, this is your son your and this and the other, so now, so so now, you would think like you know what? Let me definitely lay off because this I'm probably not gonna go in my favor. Detective Howard is well respected. He has the he has the police force. She has the streets. Yep. Yep. You ain't gonna win. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. But whatever. Okay, how old is Detective Howard? He was a detective in the seventies and had a CI. <laughs> how old is Detective Howard? He old. Forties. He got to be. Say like his forties. He got to be. How he yeah. in his forties? He was a detective in the seventies and had a CI. So if he was twenty. If he was twenty in the seventies, this is nineteen ninety. So nineteen ninety what? Two ninety four. Ninety-one. Yeah. So if he was, if he could have been a detective in his mid twenties. Yeah. Maybe mid mid to late twenties. Twenty years later, that's late forties, early fifties. Yeah. yeah, he's late forties. Yeah. Jukebox goes down to this you repair shop. To and get I won't in. even say how I know you guys are wrong, but you guys are wrong. <laughs> it's fine. We're, we're, we'll get into some more discussions about that age thing because uh, it's going to come up later on in this episode. Um. So Jukebox goes down to this repair shop, gets the tape fix, and um, we know why she's going to get the tape fix. So that was very admirable of her. Warrell and Unique. Uh, okay, OG threes. Out doing oh, anything. Oh wait, I said the same thing, boy. Man, okay, OG threes. I was wondering. I was like, I bet they they're gonna mention the shoes. I That's don't really think they the the that was a that was the one reason why I didn't say anything about it because every time we mention something about the shoes, you know, we get on this tangent about us and our shoe 
thing. Okay, so. we don't have to get on a tangent, but I would at a later point like to see what shoes you would have paired with that because I just don't think those shoes went. But it's just, but we talk but we talking about before all the different colorways that came out the way that they came. We That's not gonna true. go there. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, we're not gonna go there. That's a whole different topic. We're not gonna go there. Warrell, Warrell and Unique meet up, and Warrell is still riding in the middle. He's still playing both sides. You know, trying to talk to Unique and tell Unique, like, look, does Rock know that you moved um, the work from this building to another building? He's like, Rock, an investor. You know, as long as she get this money, you know, she ain't got no say in what I do or whatever the case may be. Making moves. Cash yeah. money. And he's basically trying to tell Royal, you stupid. You stupid acting right now because Rock know that we are a threat. We know that she's a threat to us. We need to look out for ourselves. That's why okay. I'm on my own thing, and I'm 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 working my own angle right now. And if you you'd be smart to start working your own angle too, because uh, you can be collateral damage. And we already said that. We already know that Warrell is going to His days are numbered. Uh, yeah, days are numbered. He's going to be unalive soon. And because and because of this scene, that's what further made me think it's going to be unique. They go ahead and take him out. Yep. I don't give a fuck what she see. I'm making my moves, and you know, and he's gonna be up out of here real soon, unalive. Mm-hmm. Marco pulls up on him to collect the money that Wario just bought him, and uses this opportunity to ask him about Marvin. He says, as "Far as I know, Marvin paid what he owed," and so now Unique knows that Marvin has propositioned Marco for some side work. He don't know exactly what for. But when it comes out that Marco is dead, then Unique gonna put two and two together, and that's gonna further. Allow him. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's gonna further allow oh, him yeah. to make more. Oh, problems. I didn't think about that. Okay, okay. He, he just like this. Yep. Rub hands. Yeah. Like Rub hands. He was fair. But he was fair. He was fair. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I like that part when he was like, "Far as I know, he paid what he owe." You know what I'm saying? Yep. He ain't no hater. Hater. Yep. His beef ain't really with Lulu and Marvin. His beef with Rock. Rock got her stink all over this. His beef is really with Rock. You know, he, you know he don't want to associate with them because you know them her brothers. But at the end of the day, he ain't really got no real beef with them. His issue is with Rock. Yep. He know Rock is the root cause of all his problems. Burke down here at Records again. If anyone finds out I shared this with you, I'm gonna be fired, Shannon. She don't care. She don't care. She don't give a shit about you being fired. Give me this information. Buddy is trying to... Uh, he, first of all, I fought him. Quit giving it to her. You know that your job at risk. You know she keep coming down here asking questions yeah, about the I wouldn't give it. I this is the third, you the damn third dummy. time you came down here and pulled this file. You should have got all the information the first time you did that. You damn dummy. You back down here looking at this file again. So Howard had a 17-year-old female informant? We know it's Rock. But guess what? I just unpacked with that. Rock set DEFCON to jail. Rock set DEFCON up to go down. Who was she snitching on? She was Detective Howard's informant. Who was she snitching on? DEFCON. Probably. So Rock been moving dirty from since she was 17. Rock been Probably. moving dirty. Rock been moving dirty for a long time. Been, <laughs> That's why she's doing so her, easy. That's she's been playing her way for, for the, to the top on for a while. For a while, <laughs> yeah. For at least about 20 years. <laughs> uh, 
We see this uh this up but I mean it's not far fetched. Hey, ghost and um ghost and Kane in the gym. Tasha, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we see this cop he ear hustling. So we already know he's gonna take that back to Howard. But it's like, listen, what about my nephew in the shoplifting? She's like, Oh yeah, I got you. She's like, Yeah, yeah, I got you, sure. Now back to this informant. You know, so you're using the dude, and he's too stupid to realize that he you she's pumping you for information and you just study feeding him yeah i mean it's it, he'll lose his job if anyone finds out but they in broad daylight and other right people around. In, the, in, in an open room and it's crazy he breaking it down for how it goes no names but ages and gender you know and then she rolls it out for us i was like oh she's gonna eat a sidewalk for this for this season is over yep Joaquin, they so we at the restaurant now. So Joaquin or Joaquin, whatever the hell his name is. Is he the Jean Quint or Hakeem? Hakeem, whatever the fuck his name is. My cousin Juliana remains upset and unhappy. (laughs) Uh, Joaquin is basically telling um, Rock uh, that, listen, what's going on with this whole situation with Unique? Because uh, he don't came and kidnapped my cousin. And my cousin is not happy about the fact that you're working with him. And she was, uh, Juliana was like, we don't even need you need. So, you Juliana know. Juliana act like a wife. Is that your cousin or her cousin? Kissing cousins, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she don't got a hair fix for him. <laughs> she don't got a hair fix for him. <laughs> Julia looked nice here. She looked nice. I'm so glad to see her out of that ponytail. <laughs> she looked nice. I was talking about Rock looking good, but that's fine. Rock always looks good. Rock yeah, and sitting. Yeah, Rock looks good in everything. Rock has a bathrobe and a pair of slippers, and she still looks good. Rock looks great in everything. <laughs> uh, so we already know that there's dissension in the group, but uh, Juliana be on point because she keep peeping stuff, but she don't speak on it. Just like she peeped uh, Warrell and Unique outside the bodega talking. She hadn't said nothing about that. She peeped old dude watching them at the restaurant. She didn't say anything about it. I thought she was looking at the fact that he was, I mean, thinking he was checking her out. But now that you put it up here, it does look like she's suspicious. Yeah, she's suspicious. But, you know, she be, she be, she be check, 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 checking it out. She be checking out everything, but she don't always speak on it. So yeah, I, I like she, peeps. she peeps. She peeps. She be she be she be people know what's going on. Trayvon has sent Abraham in here to infiltrate what was this meeting about. So obviously he's been tailing Rock since uh their encounter at the hotel. And he's trying to make it uh he's trying to make sense of this. Uh he's trying to make sense of whether or not I need to get into bed with her. Did Cartier send her to see how I will move? He's really just trying to figure out how he needs to uh, proceed with working with Rock. Right. He, following he, he, up, clearly, the words hit their mark. Exactly. He's like, listen, we need to find out about everybody in that room and find out what's going on with that. But we all know that he's going to end up working with her. Lulu's getting in his car. They don't came bust the taillight out with the baseball bat. They jump him. They give him a fade real quick in the lot uh in the um, alley. So did he have the blicky on him or what? Like did it hit he the did, ground? He had the blick on him, bro. Still he was reaching for it. Mm, okay. He so was reaching for it. 
AKA labor, money for the labor. He stole it. He sold it. He was it's reaching in gun for jail. It. He was reaching for it. But again, what do we feel like this is? Do we feel like this is a situation where um, somebody sent him to his He's grandma? definitely being positioned. It just it just feels more posturing for me. It just feels like this is a situation that ain't what it really appears to be. Actually, who was working on setting him up was Crown. Far-fetched idea could be that Crown set all this in place before he got killed, not knowing he was going to get killed. You know what I'm saying? Because he was trying to pressure Lulu out, you know, pressure Lulu out, it seemed like to me. But maybe he was just, you know, a gambling habit and sold the uh soundboard for money i don't know i was mad got caught lacking in the alley he could have got left right there like dude what are you i i hear what you're saying miss honey but i still Not feel gangster. like cartier is responsible i feel I like i think cartier... you're right but i'm just saying putting some other things into perspective the real person that for for sure showed us that that he was working to squeeze um, Lulu out was crowned. He when he went to Rock, he said, "I want him out, and you want him out. Let's work together and get him out." Oh, right, right. I guess you're right. Could have been. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. So he gets uh, he gets beat down in the. Uh... My slides are acting up, y'all. So he gets beat down in the um, lobby. Booted up. Yeah, booted up, stomped out, you know, and they were like, listen, we just want to reiterate with you. <laughs> the urgency. The, the, the sense of urgency. The sense of urgency. The sense of urgency. Oh, you paid his debt, sir. You don't have much time <laughs> to come up with this money. So in case you had any doubts that we were playing with y'all, playing with you, we ain't finna play with you right now. You they want their peas. Right, they want their peas. They want their peas. They want their peas. Or they gonna take that studio. Right. Uh, Everybody's trying. I was like, is, was it that easy to get studios? Because, gosh. You know what? That frustrates me too, Ebony, because we seen, going back to what Really B was saying earlier, the money go. we seen him come get the money from the uh, trap house where did the money go? Why didn't he give him? Listen, I got this much of it now. I'll get you the rest by the end of the week. Right. Could have been. So it, it, it's uh, it's it's one of those situations again where you have to ask yourself. Oh, I didn't know it was a cutoff on the slides. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, it's a situation where it's uh. Uh, who done it or what's the reason behind it we see rock gets a knock at the door and it's symphony he's coming to tell her goodbye her heart dropped oh. her heart dropped in her chest her heart right. dropped oh that's a different side of rock that i ain't expect no rda don't get none of that none that's the of side that. that they always show her when she interacts with him though that's the side that they always show us with rock but as soon as he bring up kane and she go ice queen yep um keep it cute that that's uh, that's my that's what we were saying before 
why we think that that whole situation at the apartment with famous is a setup because I think that was I, I I think that was that I do think that's part of the setup because whoever put famous in that apartment I do think it's a I do think that's a setup. Um, and that could be. That could be. Um, but going back to what you were saying, um, about that's not a side that we see. Um, Rod, uh, she doesn't show Cartier any of that tenderness. No, she doesn't show him that tenderness. That tenderness is reserved for um, Symphony. And pretty much every yeah, time that's, I mean, that's steps on the scene, every time he steps on the scene, we see her, you know, melt like that. Yeah. She got feelings for the dude, but she oh, just, yeah. she give him this hard exterior all the time. She give him this ice cold queen. I'm a bad bitch boss chick all the time, but she don't never let her guard down. And that's one of the reasons why she keeps running this man away. Like even in this this moment, he's still showing loyalty and honesty with her. Like, listen, this white chick pulled me over and asked me 50 million questions about uh Kaden. Um and she, what you say? Like, I just he was nothing. like, he was right. He was like, your your secrets are safe. I don't have no secrets, bitch. What? Right. <laughs> your whole life is a secret. Right. <laughs> and you do nothing but lie. <laughs> you lie about everything. Really, be that snuck a nerve. That struck a nerve right there. She I mean, she was just like, I don't have no secrets. What? Like your whole life is a secret. What are you talking about? I did not like this hair on Rob. No, nah, I wasn't crazy about the hair. Yeah, I didn't care for this hair on Rob. <laughs> my man, my, like he got a little short. Graduated uh, uh, his anger management class. <laughs> He's graduated from the anger management class. Did you get a certificate or something for that, Marvin? <laughs> I mean, listen. Marvin made it. <laughs> what Marvin, what Marvin, Marvin got Marvin. Can, it cannot be weighed in money. Marvin got him a a, a, a Sunday love, okay? She gonna bring on a nice Sunday meal over on Sunday and it's gonna be on. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Renee is trying to get her a little piece of Marvin. Yeah, she gonna get Look at them sensible slacks and that sweater. She gave Marvin her number and said, I wanna stay uh -huh. in touch. She say, "I if you ever need somebody to, to uh, listen," and he said, "I like to be heard." She was like, "Well, I like hurting." <laughs> I'm like hurting. Very obvious, very very obvious. And he talking to the to the Caucasian guy. She broke that right on up. She was like, "Excuse me, Marvin." His Bam. Oh yeah, that is the certificate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. So we already know what that's gonna come. Oh. <laughs> this was creepy. Creepy. This was creepy. <laughs> Jack, you know when you were that age. <laughs> oh, you look like you twisted my man's nipple. Let's start I with did, that. I was about she to say. Did like she was playing. Yeah. Was like, Yo. Ain't nothing wrong with a little twisted nipple now. Stop. Okay, it's not nothing oh, wrong with a little twisted nipple. Yo. Mama, mama, oh, is this milk man. still good? He just busting for the one. Seat, he just busting, right? Can't you read the expiration date? <laughs> just like y'all kids don't ask y'all questions that are obvious in their face, because I know, I know my students do it, so I know y'all kids do it. Yeah, they do. 
mama. I'll be like, bro, come on now. <laughs> come on. Right, like, come on, like. Yeah, I'll be like, bro, come on. Just on. Old, is this just the old, fashion, the good old fashioned trick. Open that motherfucker up and sniff it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, she know what was going on because you you know you're supposed to not. <laughs> yeah, she knew she knew what was going on because she bust up in the room. She bust up. That's what I'm room. saying. I I don't I feel yeah. like this is all the setup. And then her she throwing the milk. Oh, you whore! Oh, it just seems so. It just seems so fake to me. Mama have them. All right, and, and, and then her mama was like, "Don't go after her. She got to learn how to get her heart broken." What? She need to learn how to hold on to a man, right? Yeah, now, don't get me wrong. I know. I know it's some ancient mamas in the world. So I'm not saying that it couldn't have possibly been. I just don't believe this. I believe it's a setup. She did say, let her go. She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. High school student. Not At even this point, there's no regret. There's no remorse. There's no regret. None. You put them, now that you know that your daughter is in the house and just got caught, you still And Kanan don't seem to really give that much of a damn because all she had to do was be like, come back. And he was like, okay. Like, and he was right back in. <laughs> yeah, like, Kanan don't give a damn. You see how he was breathing all heavy and what, got the shivers? Why Jackson there acting like acting like that wouldn't have been him? <laughs> Who at 15? Yeah, you at 15. At 15, I was a different type of animal and I was raised at a hell of a lot different. So we but we gonna go there. <laughs> so yes, so yes. This, yes, this was your 15. We go, we go, go there. Uh huh. Mm. I love the up lighting. I love the up light. I love the sex light. Like they just really got the the, the whole room look like pussy. Yep. Yes. It's it meant it's meant to it draw. Pro- it probably smelled like Badusi. It, it probably oh. smelled like Badusi too. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, it definitely. Bubble gum. At this, definitely at this point, Talma has no concern, no interest in her daughter being upset at all. I don't care. Come on back here and finish doing what you were supposed to be over here to do. What right, all right. Get your here. ass back over here, boy. You, right. You're my right. girl. Keep the man, I gave you that gun. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, all right, Mr. Willoughby, you back. All right, so we knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We knew exactly what was going to happen. We knew that Lulu was going to go running right over there to Cartier and beg for help. Mistake number two. You made the first mistake when you went over there begging for his help for that soundboard. Now you back over here in this man again, Lulu. You in the life, you in the life, you in the game. You already Begging. know you don't go ask another man for no help and think that there ain't gonna be no debt to be paid for this help. Just like you did, Crown. Exactly. Just, Just like, like you, you did, did Crown. Crown. Yeah. He looked demonic right here when he said, "I want half of his half." Yeah. Ebony, we agree. All of them work for uh, Cardi, including the singer. All of them. All of them are part of uh, his harem. All of them. Yep. He's just moving pieces. He's moving pieces around. At this and- point, he's not moving pawns. At this point, he well, he's kind of moving pawns a little bit because he's trying to see what's, uh, what, uh, whatchamacallit. But uh, Lulu is actually one of his chess players. He should be one of Rock's chess players. I think it's gonna be he's some actually shit that one of Cardi is. Lulu out of. Exactly. 
Cartier know when to pounce. He's gonna take that studio. We already he know. He know when to pounce. He ain't gonna have no choice. That studio is good as up out of here. Yeah, mm-hmm. he ain't gonna have no choice. He go put he gonna put himself in a position where he ain't no choice. Laverne is coming home from her date. She don't have a great time at the movies. She get a little kiss from a little boy toy. Mm. And um, you know, she's he was very respectful. Way. He didn't grip her booty. You know, yep. back then gripping that booty and bringing you close was the thing to do. And she even kind of pushed him off a little I'm about bit. To say it. That age. But I think that comes from the fact that he's in the church. I think that also comes from the you fact that what? he's in the church. He's a <laughs> church boy. So he know that he's not supposed to be having um sex per se. So I think he, you know, they, they both were a little reticent or whatever. The quickest ones. Yeah. No, nah, that's, that's hey. That dude ready to pop off. That dude ready to pop off CG. Yeah, that'd be the biggest one. But I, I like the fact that he respected the fact that when she pushed him away, he didn't try to, you know, press yeah, yeah, like her anymore. He didn't try to press up on her no more or try to take it, take I some shit. So this goofy motherfucker, why is he still alive? Why? Why? Why are we dead? Doing this? I thought he was that dead. Nose, that that nose pisses me off. That that nose nose really makes still. me mad. He's still here. I was like, just in time for Halloween. Look at this nose. But but but, 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 but like a Halloween mask. But tying like in everything. See, we we knew he was an f up from the last, you know, the last hit that he was supposed to do. So this was perfect. It was the perfect time. I don't understand why they brought him skills, along. I ain't, I ain't look for that man to still be around. But they but they tied they tied it all together because they, they knew did. he was gonna f it up. They showed us. They it showed was us. Such, they showed it was us such an epic mess up. Yeah, yeah, they we showed show- us the same. Yeah, they showed us what to expect because of the cast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They showed us who he face, really was, who he is. When we saw that Halloween plastic mask, when we saw that Halloween plastic mask, we knew exactly what to expect because we saw what happened in the cast. Skills. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yep. So, and so when I saw him there, I knew exactly what was about to get ready to happen. That he was gonna fuck up the kill. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was like, he gonna kill him. He gonna, he gonna, kill, he gonna kill Marco. I didn't know he was gonna kill Marco, but I knew it was gonna go south. Yeah, yeah we I knew. knew it was gonna go south. It was. Yeah. I, it shocked me that he killed Marco. I was like, oh. That was the only way possible that I could put him. My that was the only scenario that I could put possibly that he messes this up. Who kicks the door in? Who does that's, this? Sure. You had yeah, already broken into the house. That was so predictable. I was so frustrated with that. That was so. Yeah, it was the only way possible. I think he can mess this up. Like, what? The police will come by. And they were going see his face or whatever. I was like, nah, they the mafia. They probably got police in their pocket. So I was like, the only way he can mess this up is he killed the son. Yep, and that's exactly what happened. Shoot him, shoot him, dog. Shoot we don't him. kill women. Why we would you say shoot kids? him? I'm just saying, like you standing there trying to look for a shot. Why you just didn't hit this fuck in the back of his head or something? Well, you could have hit him with the back. Yeah, of the you could have hit him and help your boy. Your you could have hit him with the back of the gun. You standing there shooting the gun. Like no, shoot. Or this whole this this say right here kind of pissed me off. This is the only probably part of the show that really well besides Burke, but um, but as far as the writing go, this part kind of just pissed me off. That was unbelievable. That was predictable, unbelievable, and stupid. Just stupid. Nobody in their right mind is going to shoot. You don't have a clear shot. Yeah, you could have just went up and just smacked the dude in the back of the head with the gun. Got your dude, got the dude up off your boy. And you're in your, your man's. 
it's two of y'all against one, and you're holding a weapon, and you're just standing there watching them roll around on the floor? You're an idiot. Could have hit him over the back of his head, then finished him off, then fucking left. Why was his eyes closed while he was shooting? Like, what are we doing? I just, I don't I, know I, First of all, first of all, you it, first of all, the mafia are known for like professional hits. This wasn't professional at all. Neither time the cat skills wasn't professional either. It was this, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yes, Xavier, let's defund the this mafia, right? Mafia. Because <laughs> this is not mafioso right here. I mean, I guess you need these bumbling idiots to make yeah. this you know how many episodes of Sopranos I'd have seen with clean hits? This ain't right. it. Right. That's right. what I was saying. Why would if you this keep was a the clean door hit. in? This could so have been silly. a clean hit. This could have yeah. been a clean hit. This could Turn the knob, hit. open it, boop, boop, dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and every show, movie, or whatever, they they, they earn their stripes <laughs> off of clean yeah, hits. Shoot him. Shoot him, Tom. Shoot him. Shoot him. How did Nami even become a made guy? Oh my god! I'll shoot both of you. (laughs) Yeah, he did. (laughs) Shot both. Killed his boy, but didn't kill the op. You killed your boy, but didn't kill the op. Right. But I bet you, if he was black, he'd have got him. Though he'd have found if he was black. Oh God, (laughs) yes. You know he couldn't stand a black folk. If he was black, he would spray the whole flow up. <laughs> I guess you get what you pay for. You only pay five thousand dollars. You get a bumbling hitman for five thousand dollars. <laughs> what are we talking about? A bumbling hitman. But but in but in fair but in fairness, we are talking nineteen. There is no fairness. There is five, no fairness. Five thousand. Five thousand is a lot of money in nineteen ninety one. I guess so, but not for uh, two. Well, it wasn't supposed to be for two bodies, but. Yeah, I mean, 1991, five. Well, what, they got 2,500 apiece. Uh, to uh, there was two for one. <laughs> <It worked. laughs> better yet, he probably would be Marco would probably been better off just sending the dummy in by himself and not even going in with him. <laughs> I would just sit him in like, go take care of that work for me. <laughs> you know, I would outsource it. <laughs> you know? He should have been a getaway driver. Yeah, Who said, Rock ain't watching the money. Marvin ain't there watching the money. Marvin got his own thing. Why are you focused on it? It's so ridiculous. It just is so ridiculous. Nobody is watching the money. These gangsters are so drug dealers are so hands off and still making seventy five thousand dollars a day. <laughs> I don't. The this work is crazy. sells itself, Miss Honey. It don't have to be much thought and skill put into it. The work sells itself. I mean, <laughs> why well, go to school itself. like this? The work sells itself. <laughs> of course, you would know about that, wouldn't you, uh, J.O.J.? I made me a little song. <laughs> know anything about work other than the one that I punch in and out for every day? Um, so Rock and Detective Howard are meeting up, uh, and she said, that bitch cop that you fucking with, uh, that white bitch cop you fucking with, she she nosy, she asking around, she don't roll up on people. And he's like, oh, she'll be all right. What about your boyfriend? And she like again. I, I, I I'm I'm angry with the writing. I'm angry with Rock. Rock, this man just gave you bad information. Why are you even taking anything else in credence from him and putting it in here? Don't listen to nothing else this man say. But she got to though. <laughs> yep, she got to. She got to because anything that can that can implement her and and Kanan in any situation, it, she got to eliminate it. I like their energy. I like the actress who plays uh, Rock and Omar Epps' energy together. 
I mean, they were almost civil for a moment. They're civil in these scenes because remember last season they were more combative when they met up. They have a level of understanding this season. It seems well, like he says, even, "My son, call me." Yep. Even okay. even even despite the fact that she tried to kill him, they still have yeah. a level of understanding where they they know that they got the their their strange bedfellows. And going back to that scene with Palomar and Kanan, Juice, Juice, with Yolanda and um oh. and um Omar Epps character wasn't he underage? Yeah, he's in high school. <laughs> yeah, he was in high yep, school. he was in high school. That was a repeat of that. <laughs> that was a repeat of Juice. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think he knows that he has to kind of work Rock to a certain extent. Because he know that Rock will go off half cop and do some dumb shit or fuck up some shit. So he kind of has to feed her with a long wooden spoon. But he feed her stuff that she just reacts hastily on. Just like we already know what's going to end up happening to Famous. Because when he told her that, hey, I got your your uh, Canaan friend out of jail who had a bag full of dope money, that's going to be some problems. Yep. That's going to be some problems because she's going to come want to know about that. And it could be some problems with Famous. Uh, they have a conversation about uh, they have a conversation about um, uh, One Eye Jack. He says, Man, I tell you, she was shook. One Eye, yeah, she was shook, but she couldn't show it. <laughs> I love said, that filming, though, the way they kind of brought her back. I was like, oh, she shook. He pulled her back in with that. He he yanked her back in with that. Turns out one eye Jack wasn't your snitch after all. Then maybe I, I don't and so she kind of like thinking about that. I just killed this man for nothing. Yep, you did. Why couldn't and this whole house just spray it up in this scene? <laughs> Look how white everything is. It's just so white. Just spray, just spray the whole front of the house. Yeah. Like, look, you ain't even come to bed last night. You down here fumbling with these papers. Like, what? What are you doing? He's upset. She, look at her. Look at that expression on her face. She looking at her like, that's, bitch. That's, what is And that must be the so uniform. Like, the, them dress being dressed like it's so Stepford. It is. But look at her. She's looking at her like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> she said, "My mama fell last night." Um, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, right, she didn't even have no reaction to that. Like she was yeah, like, she's okay. just like, you want me to come I'm, with you?" Yeah, she had, right. she had no concern whatsoever. She's obsessed, obsessed, yeah. she's obsessed. Why are you so obsessed? Did Detective Howard push her? Right, Did Detective Howard push her. Raquel Thomas was Howard CI back when she was sixteen. I figured it out. Okay. Okay, and. And <laughs> Raquel was 17 in the 70s. Okay, I digress. Go ahead. Adina was like, listen, you need to leave this alone because this ain't finna end well for you. And everybody tell them so ain't nobody gonna cry for you at the at your funeral, sweetheart. Ain't nobody gonna cry for you because everybody don't told you the, ain't no gold watching your future either. I mean, look how she is really pouring over this like like it was a mass killing or something. Like she's like she, she a, like a serial killer. Like yeah, twenty-four like year old killer. crime, and it happens to be her boss that's the killer. I mean, yeah, her like she that's the, the damn zodiac code. Yeah, what are you working on, man? <laughs> yeah, she's trying to solve the zodiac. Yeah, worse. <laughs> worse. Zodiac, yeah. Worst. Uh -huh. zodiac killer. Yeah, yeah. I figured it out. 
Yep. The Zodiac <laughs> is the tech of power. Yep. <laughs> He's a Zodiac killer. Yep. So Rock, okay, I'm trying to do the math. No, so Rock is only 33, 34? How? Halfway. Because that, if Kenan is 15 and she was 17 right. when she got pregnant. That's about right. She's yeah, 17. if she was 17 when she got pregnant with Kenan, Kenan and he's he's 15 now. I, I need to go back and hear it because I thought she said Detective Howard had a CI, a female CI who was 17 when she he was in the 70s. So I'm like, she, but she was but, 17 in the 70s. She did, but what I guess what she's saying here that he had a CI uh, that was 16. At 17, Rock gave birth. So either yeah, way, but, 33, but, that make, but if you fast forward it, that still makes sense because yeah. again, we're in 1991. So if you yep. subtract 15 from 1991, that's the 70s. Yep. Yep. Maybe it was so, the late 70s. Maybe it was 70. But if you subtract, it is it's the late 70s. If you, if you subtract, I mean, my math, you know, that's 1977. My math right? must be off too. How old am I? Am I 33 as well? Because I feel like I should be 33. The beginning of season one. I think they showed us at the beginning of season one, it was 1975, 77, 78. Yeah, I, th I think you just keep forgetting that we're in 1991. I think you keep kind of basing it off of like 2000. Oh, honey, you're right. I don't think we're in 91, Chris. I, I mean, uh, really, I think we are in 95. I okay, but I'm just, but I still think that honey is it's off. It's ninety. It's ninety one because when you look at it's Nicole's, not, it's not you look at Nicole's headstone, it says ninety one. It yeah. does say nineteen ninety one. Yep. Yep. Say ninety one. Yep, it's ninety one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, really be you on point. <laughs> yep, it was ninety one. No, I was just to, no, I was no she's right. The math. I, I think she's right, but let me just let me let me do my own math. But I think she might be right that <laughs> I'm putting her in twenty twenty two. Yep. And it's not. It's ninety one. Right. So yeah, Howard will probably need to be around forty-five. I agree. Yeah. Which and again, if you think about it, if him being a detective, probably well, a, a, a CI, because it doesn't mean he was a detective when he was a CI. He was a CI. I mean, he was an undercover police officer. It doesn't mean he was a detective, but it was probably some old twenty-one Jump Street type Let's shit. Math. Let's have math time. <laughs> yep. Okay, that, that no, it's right. But you know She's what I'm right. saying? It was really probably right. it was probably like some some twenty-one Jump Street shit where he looked young. It didn't mean he was a detective. He probably wasn't a detective then. He was an undercover police officer. Yeah. Right. So he would have been in his mid-late 20s. Just like how he was in Into Deep. Yep. The exact same scenario in Into oh, Deep. Oh, Jay Reed looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Does kind of look like Jay Reed, don't he? Jay Reed, yeah. <laughs> right. What's the mathematics? <laughs> what's, what's the, the math? <laughs> What's the mathematics? Well, we don't know what the mathematics is today because Lulu took Thank the you mathematics. Really. Right, Lulu then stole the mathematics. Lulu stole <laughs> mathematics, so we don't got no supreme mathematics this episode because Lulu took all the mathematics. Right. So history, right. math. Thank you. Thank you, really, being. Uh, Corrine, roll up on rock. She said, Miss Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. That North Face fire. She said, yeah. I'm a little red riding hood. 
I'm here to talk to you. This is the hairstyle her mama should have. This is the hairstyle her mama should have. That them buns and stuff. I was like, I don't know. She's gonna be 33. Get that joint. Look at Rob. Hey Barbara, I'm Shirley looking at it. Okay. Hey Barbara, I'm Shirley. Hey Barbara, I'm Shirley. Barbara, this Shirley looking at Shirley. This is her look, baby. That fashion fair red, them gold hoop earrings, a black and white setup combo. Hey, that jacket and on that smacking, piece though. of wig. Yo, that jacket is fire. That jacket, that Neptune's smacking, though, boy. She says, I am Corrine Ashford, and I'm a friend of Canaan, and I got some money to tell you about my whole I, ass I think there's something you should know. Canaan been smoking my mama boots. Right. Okay. <laughs> you need to go over there and put a thought My mama been blowing on Canaan's nipples. <laughs> 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 Give it a crazy uh. dipple twist. <laughs> crazy dipple twist. Hey, that could be. That could. That could be though. It could My mama be been licking Kanye's nipples boyfriend. and blowing cool air across the top of them. She sure did. <laughs> Pal- Pal- uh, Palomar could be taking all them boyfriends, boy. Okay. She probably Working tired of it at this point. She probably tired of her mama stealing all her boyfriends. Right. <laughs> now I wasn't gonna give them no ass. <laughs> She did. She tried to give it to her, but Palomar oh. looked like she she do uh rim shot. She shoot rim shots. She might do. Wow! <laughs> oh, wow. What? what? She give him something he can feel. By any means necessary. Yeah, wow. you got to you got to blow that nose wide open. Palomar was caught up in the rapture. <laughs> what is funny? You get out of here. Palomar was caught up in the rapture. She was listening to Anita Baker. Hey, <laughs> she was caught that's up in the my joint too. That Anita Baker is my joint. <laughs> she was in the rapture. <laughs> so we already Ooh, know that uh, Corrine no snitched out a mama. <laughs> no problem. I got all the information you need, Miss uh, Thomas. <laughs> Here's the address. Uh, go on over there and talk to my mom. <laughs> uh, we see Jukebox goes back over to Nicole's <laughs> daddy's house. Yeah, He's I think Nicole daddy at some point is going to be, uh, he's going to really help uh, Juke out with something. Yeah, because no. when he was like, if you ever need me, and then he, yeah, gonna, he know I that. Think, he, he knows she dropped out that tape. He's going to be a Who safe. Who else would do it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it did prove that Rock didn't know who she was, so. That theory is mm. out the window now. No, Even Rock in, doesn't know who the daughter is. That don't mean Rock don't know who Palomar is. That's I'm, true, too. I, that means Rock don't know who the daughter is. We know Palomar Predator. <laughs> yeah, Predator Palomar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know from the Kenya situation, this ain't this ain't this ain't her first time running somebody uh who who got game off. So she she experienced with the Palomars of this world. That's true. Right. She she was one herself. So well, that's true too. She was a Palomar herself. Yeah. So, just in reverse. She was fucking an older man instead of a younger one. So, okay. No different. No different. Sleeping with sleeping with the cop I that you and Palomar and Palomar is Howard. Yep. It is running it in yes. reverse. Jukebox uh jukebox leaves the tape on um the father's doorstep, rings the doorbell. We already knew that was what's up. Um <laughs> Juggy. Juggy. What? What you think about this episode, Juggy? Um, I think it was a great episode overall, man. Um I mean, ep- not this episode, this scene. What do you oh, think about I, this scene? 
I just think that this scene, you know, basically, like I said, being a help to um, Nicole's father. Like, Nicole's father actually asked her about the tape. And with her going as far as going to get the old tape repaired and, you know, replaced and then being able to give it to him, it brought her dad some closure as well. Because, I mean, like, he, you know, he was still messed up about everything at the uh, at the cemetery. So... I do think that she's going to be, he's going to be somehow, some way, a big, a big help or some kind of savior to jukebox. They both love Nicole and he acknowledged it. He acknowledged her love for Nicole. Right? He sure did. He, he did. Validated. That meant so much he to did. her. You could see her shoulders drop. That was right? a relief for her. That it meant a lot to her because she, she really is heartbroken over Nicole. She wrote a song. But the dad acknowledges said, that and expresses his own loss, his own grief. Right. He's coming just as much as she is. And the reality is the father knew, I think the father knew all along. Remember, if you go back to last season, when when he first saw that tape, remember the look like, when, I think we even talked about it when we did our review. He knew when he saw that tape and the two of them singing to each other, he knew then. Yeah. He yeah. Knew. yeah. Who was that they said was the father in the, in the, um, in the, uh, LGBT, it, wait a minute, it was me. LB, L, in the light. LBGTQ, LBGTQIA. It still don't sound right when you say it. I can't get it together. But listen, I, I, everybody's looking for a safe space, right? So Rock got um eventually gonna be looking for a safe space. Rock got Symphony in North Carolina. She got Nicole's dad, right? If she yeah. has that is true. Palomar and Rock are the same age. Palomar and Rock are the same age. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, what is Detective Howard going over here for? Because I, I feel like we've we're revisiting something that ain't going to work. We've already tried to pin. We've already tried to get her in trouble for letting Jukebox get away. Jukebox didn't have anything to do with the girl getting killed. So what is what is Howard trying to accomplish here? I think he's going to start fishing for something with uh, Burke. Oh, yeah, of course. But he and Rock agreed, right? He and Rock agreed. He said, said she said, your partner Burke is a problem. He's, what about this boyfriend of yours? What about this boyfriend of yours? Sound like to me he a problem. Yeah, he's the problem. So it seemed like he was going to handle his problem and Rock going to handle hers. I got that part, but what is this man going to be able to help him do to help get rid of uh, Burke? Burke Might really be saying it's got something to do with with Burke and Linda and how she handled that case with their daughter or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm, maybe so. I didn't look. It at seemed it like yet. to me he got more success going in talk, asking about that those records, but he may not know about that yet. Yeah, I don't think he knows about that yet, but that may be just a different angle. So I yeah. never thought about it like that. Yeah. So we're, that answers my question to that. Jukebox is totally uh, confused. Like, what the hell going on here? Why is he over here? But she could see Nicole's dad looking around. Like, you know, woo, woo, woo. Did you see who left this? Yeah. You know, I so... Think, I think that look on her face is more so about what is Howard doing over here talking to Nicole's dad? Oh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you know, she's Exactly, what's doing, that connection? Yeah. What, what this connection is, uh, you know? Because she's probably in fear that they're trying to pursue her 
for Nicole's death. That's what she's probably thinking. Oh, because she was going to tell her dad something. What was yeah. it, though? She oh, was you trying. know what? I didn't think about that. You're right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. Oh, I did not think about that at all. I was thinking, oh, you know what? Now that makes sense that, that maybe now she's nervous about why he's there. Is it about her? I didn't yeah, think about that. That's, that's a good point. That's she's a good nervous. point. She's nervous. Fake ass Aaliyah is in the studio <laughs> um, that I don't think none of us cared about. It didn't even sound like she was the artist that was singing the song. It just sounded like a, a bad voiceover and she was lip singing to someone else. It didn't even sound like she was singing the song. And I didn't even care it, about it. It was a cute little bebop. It got better when it got to the chorus. Uh, mm -hmm. Nothing she's nothing that come out of her mouth is better. Listen, when Cartier slap lose hands. Ooh, 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 ooh. Right. Lou was like ninja. And that's exactly how he looks at him. You made a deal with the devil. You made a deal with the devil. Lulu is like, y'all, I don't know if y'all ever watch. Um, this is my part. Don't smack my head. Hold on, hold on. Family Guy, when they do this thing where uh, a, a guy's outside the window walking on the sidewalk and he kills the guy and then <gasps> he sees the guy who saw him kill the guy. He goes and kills that guy. And then someone sees that and he just goes to kill that guy. Like, Lou, <laughs> it's looking like, I'm going to have to strangle you out too. Right? Right. <laughs> He looking but, at like, where my ox cord at? Yeah, <laughs> but that's what's going to end up happening. They're setting they're they're setting it up for next season that Cartier is going to be the um um the villain for next season. They're all going to have to work together to take him down. That that's all. Yep, Lulu's going to try to have to figure out a way to get him out of that studio, and Rock is going to steal his organization. That, so Unique that, is not the villain. Unique is just he's he's on the sidelines right now. We'll we'll double back to Unique he's right now. We have a bigger we have a bigger threat to deal with now. We have a bigger problem to deal with now because okay. We're get rid of oh, but you know what? Did you see that in the, in the chat retro? That's a good point. We keep we keep forgetting that this is 1991, 92, whatever. And when we were like, how did she find out where Kanan lived? The phone book. Yeah. The yeah. phone book. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Is Xavier saying what's a phone book? Right, exactly. <laughs> he said, he said, yeah, I'm sure he knows what a phone book is. It's, it's a book of phones, or uh -huh, because Xavier didn't know, because Xavier didn't know that you used to have to go take your film to get it developed. So yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Xavier was like, "What? You had to wait for your pictures? Yes, you had to wait for your pictures." <laughs> yeah, we didn't have USB sticks and flash drives and things like right. that. Right, <laughs> we didn't even have phone. We didn't even have cam. We didn't have phones that took pictures. Our phone, we, we couldn't edit the picture. Right. We couldn't edit the right. picture. We couldn't make it. Y'all told me about a right. phone two weeks ago. Leave me alone. <laughs> the crazy thing is, they still send phone books out in the mail. Trust me, I would know. Uh oh, no. Xavier said, Xavier said, y'all told me about phone books two weeks ago. See, he didn't know. <laughs> poor wow. baby. He's our little poor baby. <laughs> So the the man up in the hospital telling everybody about how good Samaritan Tony Deep was. She wasn't, and. And telling the cops everything that they need to know to go look for this bumbling mafioso hitman who's up on the roof dying right now. That man gonna be dead in that pigeon coop. I was that gonna say, why is he in the pigeon coop? That he gotta hide. He killed the Italian boss's son. He gotta yeah, hide. That man is gonna be found dead in that pigeon coop. Dead. Ooh. Gone. <laughs> on the rooftop. Gone. <laughs> Not with us anymore. Unalive. 
poor Symphony is packing up his things and getting ready terrible to get North Carolina. Terrible packer. I mean, he got his whole life getting ready to go in the back of this Volvo, and Rock is down the street lurking, dressed in all black and a Ford Taurus or something, <laughs> getting, ready, <laughs> getting ready to roll down. Red fashion, fan lips, gold hoops. That was like a little Honda, a uh, little Toyota Celica or someone, Honda oh, Accord or something. Oh, no, what should we push? <laughs> but she was lurking. And so we see she got the strap on the front seat and with the silencer on it. And I just, I was like, don't do it. Please don't do it, Rock. I mean, Rock, they've showed us enough how cold blooded and cold hearted you was. If she would have took this man out, I would have been done with Rock. That man has been so loyal to you. That man has been down for you and your son, and you're going to take him out for nothing? I'm Knowing so you messed up with Scrap. Knowing you messed up with Scrap, right. I don't know if it was for nothing, but yeah, she was, she was ready to rock. No, nah, he didn't deserve that. He didn't even deserve her suspicion of that. Now, I'm I'm even mad at the fact that she wanted to do it. I'm madder about the fact that she wanted to do it than the fact of her trying to do it. It's could like, be a possible loose. Could be a possible loose end. He's not a loose end. I didn't say I saw he her is. Eyes I said he could be a possible I did. I saw her eyes soften. I know. I know what you're saying, JLJ, But I'm just answering it, saying that he's not. I don't see him as. A oh loose yeah, end. most definitely he's not. He's loyal. She she can't take she can't take the risk. But going back to what really B said, or Miss Honey, one of them said that uh, that's where Rock will end up in North Carolina. That's that's her, her escape plan. She left her escape plan alive. Right. It's f- smart, finally. If you had to let Scrap alive, let right. Scrap alive. You would have some help on you Right. You would have AI on unique. Right. And I mean, overall, I think it was a great episode. I think it answered a lot of questions, left us with a lot of other questions. But for the most part, I think it's good. What do y'all think is going to happen? We got two more episodes left and the season is done. So it's what do y'all two? think? This is seven. Yeah. So three. it's not ten? It's three. Three. Right. Three. I'm sorry. Three. So what do y'all think is getting ready to happen? Some more folks about to die. Canaan ain't about to listen to nothing his mama talking about because she's going to try to shut down the whole pile of Martin. But remember, we've been talking about who's the first member of the Thomas family that's going to die. Could it be Marvin? I mean, if Rock ever count that money, it could be Lou, Marvin, Canaan. No, I think Marvin famous. is in trouble based off of this botched hit. Yeah. Marvin is in trouble based off of that. Do you think yeah. Marvin skates out of this season? Uh, he got to. I want him to. I hope or is so. it Lulu that we lose? We got to. We we need a major death. We need a cliffhanger. I think we I think get a couple Lulu. Of them. I feel like it's gonna be Lulu. I'm devastated be Lulu because Lulu, he just one foot in, one foot out. I mean, they already got to drop on you. But I think Lulu secured his storyline for next season with this whole. Um, Cartier thing. and the yeah. studio thing. Like, I think I, I think Lulu's good. I think Marvin's in trouble. I do think Marvin's in trouble, but I don't know if he dies. I, like you said, I think we might be left with a question mark about whether he's gonna die or not. Or maybe he's in out. Maybe they got him in hiding or something. I don't. I mean, they can't do the same thing they did last season with sending him away. Like they they sent Keenan away. That's but what I, I don't know. Saying, I don't know. Marvin got arrested at the end of last season, so we can't rewatch and repeat that. Yeah, so, that's good. And, and, Lulu, and, Lulu got, and Lulu was in the hospital at the end of last season, so 
You're right. I, don't know. I think it's rock. Remember, we said before it was rock. I think it's rock. Rock. Yeah, rock. Well, I, I think somebody takes a hit rock. out on rock. Because look at everything she's doing is moving towards her. She's the one making all the bad moves. She's the one that's moving too fast. She's the one. She got Juliana mad at her. She double crossing Cartier. She, she got, got the mafia after her. her. Yeah, it, it all roads lead to Rock being the one in, yeah. in trouble at the and, end of the and season. And Unique can spin whatever story he wants to spin. He doesn't really know why they were together. He could say that they they lured him in to kill him. To kill. Oh, right. You know he he. I mean. I put another I was trying to sorry if you're with me. If they supposed give to be, us um, banana cream. Oh, yeah. If they give us Warrell as the season finale death, I'm gonna be so disappointed. Yeah. But I don't know that so I would be I'll be disappointed in that, but I would not in the season. I think it's been a stellar season. No, I, I would just be saying for that to be our cliffhanger. Yeah, that doesn't oh, no, need no, to be no. our cliffhanger. He needs yeah. to die next episode or episode eight or episode I mean episode nine. He needs to die episode eight or nine. He doesn't I, need to I die think it's going to be something that got to do with because uh, I think it will come back to the um, well, maybe the cliffhanger is not even a death at all. Maybe the cliffhanger is not even a death. Maybe it's probably come back to the shooting. Us thinking Rock is gone, but somebody just tried to take her out. Or Look, maybe just, just, maybe just Kanan just leaves her. Maybe next season starts off with Kanan working independently from Rock. Well, remember we said that. We said that yeah. we say Rock will end up in that big ass house by herself. So maybe yeah. that's maybe that's the end is that Rock is sitting in that empty ass house. Kanan mad at her. Jukebox is mad at her. Marvin Lulu. Like maybe that is the cliffhanger that she just sitting in that she she's sitting in that big ass house by herself. Because they've been making a big deal about showing us these family dinners all season. Now yep. remember last year. They were at the diner a lot eating together. Yeah. But they've been they've been making a big deal about showing Rock cooking for the family and having dinner and stuff like that. Thank you. Um, and, and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, uh Symphony's gone to Charlotte now. So you're right. right. She's left with nobody. She has nobody. Yeah. That, to, me, that, to me, they should have saved that for the end of the series. That should have been the end of the series, not the end of this season, but I don't know. I guess it works the same. Well, it depends on what they have. It depends on what they what the storyline is going into next season. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe maybe they need all it. Maybe because it's uh, maybe next season is all about that redemption of of how they bring the family back together. Because we still like we we're not going to find out by the end of this season how all of the pieces come together that lead us into power. So they still got to show us all of that happening. I mean, they did a lot in this yeah. episode. We could get a lot of. Yeah, they did uh, give us a lot. Fill, uh, 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 filler between now and the next, the last episode. If they give us uh, episodes jam packed like they did today, it's completely possible. Oh, yeah, they had the so, answer to some things because they definitely gave us a lot. They definitely gave yeah. us a lot. All right, guys. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up this week. Uh, I know we're long winded, but you know we all have such good opinions and um, theories. So it was you know, so much to pick up. apart. It is. It so really much was. It's so much to pick apart, and there's just so many different directions this could go. Um, so we're at a crossroads where we can go any different direction. All right, guys. Well, we'll be back next week to uh, talk to you guys. As always, chat. We love you guys. We enjoy hanging out with y'all. You guys are awesome. That's part of the reason why we have such a long review because we enjoy talking to y'all. So uh, drop y'all theories and comments down in the comment section so we can continue this discussion. 
And I'm quite sure uh, looking at next week's preview, we can anticipate that Palomar is going to get a visit from Rock. So we're going to see how that unfolds. All right. So I guess we will see you guys next week. All right. Peace. Peace. We are.